together all the time yeah you and i chris and um just having you here i'm usually i'm well i'm used to being in the beautiful cozy confines of the the real crime mm-hmm. full-blown like you know hot tub having studio hot tub with mood lighting and you know we'll give scott or give chris a proper introduction well we're gonna do that all right but i'm just you know i mean i, I got out of the habit of being a proper host nowadays i just kind of talk you know, and we do that, on, and that's you know, that's what we're yeah. doing. It's a, it's kind of a cool night here. Um, this is Ghostly Talk. You guys know that, I think. I, I hope. hope, right? Um, Amber's here. Say hello, Amber. Hi. They try and raise him right. <laughs> try and teach him the right things. I'm not to talk yet. <laughs> <laughs> With her urine cup of it's urine. It's not a cup of urine. It's well, that's what you said. It was whiskey. Oh yeah, well. But you look at it and go, "What's that?" But it so mu- I have to give you a smart ass comment. Yeah, and in studio tonight are two dear friends of mine, uh, Mr. Chris George, who is the head man in charge of the Movie Sleuth, which is he's my boss. I'm your boss. Yeah, he's my boss <laughs> uh, for the Movie Sleuth, and we're gonna we'll talk briefly about that for a second because you know we'll do a little we'll, sure. I, you know we'll kind of call this a swap cast, kind of. Yeah, That's what I call it a swap cast. You know. Um, so we'll talk about that in a second. Cool, cool. Also in studio, the, the other young lady in the studio here, sitting here with a blanket on her. Yeah, it's cold. Well, you should have wore a shirt. I you know, come here in a I, bikini, basically. Uh, <laughs> I that's what I said earlier. I I really I was wearing a t-shirt and I was like, man, it's too hot even for a t-shirt. And so I took this off and I was like, I'll be alright with this. I should have warned you guys. I know. Uh, our our <laughs> humble known. the humble studio we have down here. It's it's cool. Well, All it's always cold in your house, too, so that's why yeah. I always come yeah. prepared yeah. at Chris's house. <laughs> Heather also is a writer and another host of, well, she's a writer for the movie Sleuth also, and she also is a host of Real Crime, the other podcast that I'm a part of that I work with my boss, Chris, on. It's kind of this weird incestuous thing we have going yes. on, I guess. Yeah. Just, just don't have any babies. Yeah, just, yeah, they'll, I mean, they'll be kind of goofy. Could looking. they be that bad, though? I mean, no. we'd probably be terrible parents, though. Yeah, probably. I mean, look at your kids. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, <laughs> holy crap, man. She's already going after your no, throat you tonight. No, you kidding me? Matilda is my favorite. Are you serious? Oh, she cracks me. She's that kid Matilda is so adorable. Every time I see her, I, I can't help it. I just see her. I'm yeah. just like, I, you see me. I just point at her. I go, I'm watching you, kid. <laughs> I'm watching you. Because she's got that mischievous look about oh, her. She looks yeah. just like him, for, exa- for one thing. Yeah. Right? She, she looks a lot like you, Chris. Uh, and she just has that look ever since she, <laughs> and it's been, a, it's been a couple of years now and she was much smaller cause they, you know how they grow so fast. Yeah. Young. Yeah. And she's getting taller now, but she's still got that mischievous little smile on her face. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like, like she just ate no a bunch good. of shit. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. She's the sassy one. Let's talk about the movie sleuth real quick for a second. Um, I mean, I'm not, we don't need to go through the whole history, but yeah. what is it? What is it that we do? Cause you're the only guy that can really explain it. Uh, we do spoiler free movie reviews, news, interviews, articles, starting to pick up a lot of more original content again now, something we've been trying to concentrate on. So 
you know, the basis is spoiler-free movie reviews. We don't give away anything about the movies. Yeah. And I've been really, you know, in we, a nutshell. When you when you and I, when you were nice enough to let me come on and work with you a couple of years ago, it's been a, it's yeah, been a couple yeah. of years now. I remember the conversation we had was, um, you know, I said to you, because I remember you when you started this thing out, we've been friends for, God. Oh, yeah. A couple of decades now. Yep. Um, and I remember watching you start this thing out. When it was just you know spoil when it was originally called spoiler spoiler free movie sleuth right um, and I remember it just being this little site that you had going where you were just doing movie reviews and I've been little I, blurbs it's, it's been great to watch you kind of grow this thing into the monster that it is now that yeah. really does make an impact when unruly we, monster <laughs> I think oh. it is one of the most unruly because I mean there's a there's a there's a lot of you know things of this sort like like websites and groups yeah. who do movies. yeah and I, I and I pay attention I mean seeing that I'm kind of part of that now. Um, I never consider myself to have the palate and about 80% of the people that are on staff at the movie sleuth. Uh, some of the people that, that are same here, man. It's some of the people that are there just blow my mind. It's like they're, they're walking encyclopedias of film. Yeah. And some, but some of the other, uh, other groups I see, they're, they're a bit more prim and proper, I guess. And we're a bit more rough around the edges. I yeah. Think. But I we would have agree fun. with that. We have a lot of fun doing it though. I enjoy working with you on that. And if it's not fun, it's not no point to do it. So. Now, as an, oh. go, go ahead. No, go oh, ahead. I was just right. the, the thing about it being kind of rough around the edge is really it. That's gives us the edge, really, because you don't want to feel like you're being pandered to and you're trying to read something that right. you're interested in. You know, so like most of the people that write for the movie sleuth, they're actually just you know they talk to you like they're they would talk to you in person. Yeah. So I think that's just I think that's really important to understand that mm-hmm. it's not yeah. like mm, you know let me just put my nose up because i saw this movie before you did so yeah i don't really I have to say. think that we have that movie snob persona oh, that's what all. i think i was getting at, yeah. is we're a lot less no. pretentious when it comes to stuff like that and um you know i think there's a lot more honesty in what we do one thing i've learned um since i you know writing the handful of reviews i've written for you over the last couple of years is it's really really difficult to write a spoiler free review it is it is a tough job and I find myself banging my head on the desk sometimes trying to, like, express how I feel about this movie without locking, you know, like, I'm sorry, like leaking um, yeah. you know, a key plot element or something like that. Well, I've always said that it's an art, you know? It is an art. And That's I exactly kind of, like, yeah, yeah. adapted that when I first started doing it. Like, the reviews were, like, a paragraph or two. And then I was like, ah, oh, this isn't long enough. So we started going, leaning towards, like, 400 words. Yeah. And it's hard to write that long without oh. spoiling anything. Yeah, it is. It's um, tough, man. But that's what I've always told people that have come in from doing other, like, critical reviews or writing that, you know, you have to learn how to do this. It's yeah. not going to be, like, something you're just going to jump into yeah. and immediately get. And a lot of times, that's why we have to go back and, like, edit stuff and yeah. kind of talk people through it a little bit. But I think it's really cool because it causes you to be a little more adaptive to things yeah. and to try and write in a different type than you're normally used to. Absolutely. That makes I've, sense. I've, and I've been writing for years. Yeah. All types of stuff. And coming in, this was a new challenge for me. Uh, and I don't... Oh, there you I go. did it. See, you're in big trouble. <laughs> oh. It's very... I, th- I think the writing in most of the articles, I've only written you know, a handful or whatever, but it's very constructive. I learn every time I write something. I learn a lot from it, actually. So yeah, it's, no, it's a new I way to write. Great. And um, and Michelle, one of the other other ladies that works with us, um, she said that she said that the same, you know, the same. She expressed the same idea, where she's like, yeah, this really is an art form. This is really tough to do this, and you know, to do it right, because I mean, I, it's really easy, and I've found myself almost falling into that. Like I, 
I've been given a few films by you that I'd like to beat the shit out of you. For oh doing. yeah, yeah. Um, we all have though. You know, so. and that's part of the game. Yep. And I've gotten. I mean, you know, I've learned to be fair. Um, and it, there's been a few. I won't name any names, but there's been some that I'm like, okay, dude, really, really, why? Yeah. Why? 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 How could you think that this was something? Why did good? you bother making this? This is really a <laughs> mess. Know? This is a yeah. total mess. Yeah. Um, how however, did this get money? How did this? Right. Yeah. Well, it didn't. So they they paid for it, which blessed them for doing that. Yeah. For yeah. putting that kind of time in there, and that's the, what I like to focus on. Is okay. Look, I didn't like this film that much. There was a lot of stuff wrong with it. Here's what was wrong with it. However, man, you know, they really put the time into it. And this is their first project, obviously. Yeah. Uh, you know, right. Someday, you know, some of the great, you think the greats made, made great films when they first started? I don't know. They made bullshit. They were terrible, oh, you know? So it's I was like, going to say, yeah. yeah well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I well, just good. watched The Disaster Artist, all about that dude making that yeah, horrible Tommy movie. Yeah, Tommy Yeah. And yeah. then now I had to stop the movie. And then pause and see what the hell was up with that guy. I had to look right. at how horrible the other movie was. <laughs> and then, like, I enjoyed the movie way more. Cause You're tearing me I, apart! Lisa! Like, well, that, because then you had the history on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah which oh, I it, puts it, it puts it in perspective. And yeah. But then just yeah. when you said, you know, how, you know, writing horrible movies before you get... Which I don't know if they... Was always ever done anything better, but <laughs> yeah, no idea. But no, going back to no. that, that's, that's <laughs> no, that's kind of where how Chris and Heather and I know each other. Now, the reason that you guys came out tonight, we've had some conversations. Yes, right, and we, you guys, obviously know my alter ego, which is you're looking at it right now, is yeah. what we've been we do down here with Ghostly Talk. Um, which knowing that that's that's risen uh, a handful of conversations. From the three of us, whether we're all together or we're just talking separately, whatever it yeah. may be. So I finally said, hey, you know, we really need to get everybody together here. You know, as long as you guys were comfortable with it. I think you are. You're here. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was about... dragged here by the by the back, the hitch <laughs> of Chris's car. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I guess we'll start with Chris. All right. And we're, I mean, we're going to keep this. We're, I mean, we're, I'm, this is not going to be f- smooth at all. I guess I'm, <laughs> tell me your yeah. story. But OK, so you had a dog. Had a dog, yeah, um, in, that we loved, that we yes. all loved. Little yeah. Mimar, that's yeah. what I called her. Yeah, Mimar. Mimar. What was her name again? Marla. Marla. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this was like our studio dog for the for real. Yeah, time for the, the most part. Yeah. Come Every time everybody. we came in there, we were greeted by Marla, and um, she would sit in the studio with us for a few minutes until you kicked her out, which I never. I'm like, why well, just let her sit here? Because then she'd want out. Because then she'd want out. Oh she'd yeah. Stretch at yeah. The door. And, we, yeah. and the door was shut. Yeah, yeah. so because so. because Chris actually has a soundproof studio. This isn't soundproof, <laughs> right? Right. I mean, we, we have to turn off the we, AC. We, yeah, we have to, we have to we turn, have the, turn the AC off of mine though, too. Yeah, so we might right. get a little bit of insulation from the amplifier stack over here, but that's yeah. about all we get, man. Um, but Marla was this really sweet dog, that, and this was like, what are the what was the timeline here? Because this was just very recent. This was like four or five weeks ago now. Mm. It was not that long ago. Yeah, yeah. Man, time is flying. Yup. So yep. yeah, it, you lost Marla. We lost Marla. Not too long after that, and this is where the conversation started. Yeah. Now I didn't exactly. Want, okay, well, you started telling me about this. I said, "Hey, let's save this for another time where we can really kind of direct our energy both towards right, this." Right. Right. I didn't mean this though. Just so I'm clear. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> this was just I a know. spur of the moment. Like, yeah. let's get together and yeah. talk about this, right? Um. So I guess we're directing our energy towards it, but we're doing it on a podcast now. Um, so basically, how long after Marla was gone? Well, you know, I'm gonna let you tell me. I want. I, well, yeah, yeah. we Matilda is kind of sensitive to um, 
paranormal stuff. I have always been a little bit sensitive to that kind of stuff, too. Now, which kid is that in your brood? Matilda is our youngest. She's nine. Uh-huh. And a couple days after Marla passed away, yeah. Matilda was like, oh, I saw Marla in my room. What? And then, oh, I heard Marla walking up the steps last night. And I heard Marla get into the bed with Lucy. <gasps> You know, so like all this like weird, you know, and you guys know this term like residual type stuff happening. Yeah. Um, And then like myself, like I'd walk down the basement steps. There she is laying on the couch and then she's gone the next second. But so you visually visually seeing like almost like an apparition type thing. You know, and you don't really know. Is that just you being in tune to them always being there or is it actually them letting you know like, hey. I'm okay. You're going to be okay. You know, I'm in a better place now. But there was like for that first couple of weeks, like consistent stuff going on in the house. Like I would be in the basement. You guys know the studio. And I could always hear Marla above me Mm -hmm. because she would climb up off the floor, jump up in the bed. Mm -hmm. And I could hear her literally jumping off the floor, getting into the bed and then getting out of the bed. And then I heard her numerous times coming down the basement stairs yeah, you know, click, in click, the click, one click. night, yeah, yeah, yeah you hear yeah. I know that sound too. I hear oh, it in my yeah. head. A couple I'm... weeks ago, people were doing fireworks, and she always had her spot. She would go in the basement next to the couch. She'd yeah. hide out underneath that table. Yep, mm-hmm. there she is, hanging out over there. Yeah, you know, so, so it's go ahead. You know, I wouldn't really say that's like a haunting thing, but I mean, it could be a few different things. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, you're obviously, and I know you are still grieving. We've we've oh, talked yeah, about this. Sure. This is something you you're gonna be. Oh, she's my over. baby. Yeah, you're not gonna be getting over this thing anytime soon. Um, what are you looking at me for, Amber? What do I do? Nothing. I, I got the, I got you're the talking. Am- I got the Amber look. I, I, yeah. You were speaking, and yeah, I, she I turned. At she you. never looks at me though. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so what? When you were saying that though, it made me remember how when my cat died, I felt something jump. She always jumped. She was a fat yeah. cat, <laughs> and something at the end of my bed, like one night, boom, and I'm like, it woke me up. And you do have that thought is, am I just dreaming this? Because yeah. I'm used to this happening. But then it makes you wonder with how much stuff you guys saw. And then you have the the corroboration with your daughter. Oh, yeah. But then it makes you wonder like about that like that transition phase. Yeah. Because yeah. it you always hear about like when a family mm-hmm. member passes, there's right? like these this month or two months well, where yeah, you seem let's, to let's experience go, let's things. Let's go down that thread. Yeah. Let's, go, let's stay on that thread for a second, Amber. That's a really interesting idea. Go Keep going. I just want to stay oh, there. Oh, thanks for oh. thanks for letting me know to stay there. No, I don't want I don't want us to deviate cuz look, <laughs> well, look. No, it's... Look, the, on our on the other podcast and this one, we had a real easy way of going out in the weeds. Yeah. And I really true. want to stay stay focused on no, this cuz this so, is super interesting. So, no, it just made me think about that transition phase because yeah. when people die, they'll say, "Oh, I saw my grandma or she came to me in a dream." Or right. you do hear, smell, see, experience these things, but everyone will say it'll be for this certain amount of time. So, I'll be curious after like two three four months if all of a sudden that's just gone mm-hmm. and that seems yeah. to be like the window like maybe there I, I don't even no one knows what happens at that time if there's like hey you got a time limit here to just hang out at your house and hang you know yeah say, say your goodbyes and, you uh. know <laughs> i just keep thinking we were all so interconnected with that dog because we all i mean everybody loves their dogs but every once in a while or their pet every once in a while you have that special one mm-hmm you know, and that's what she was. She was yeah. that, like, you know, we saved her from a bad situation. Before that situation, she had been in another bad situation. So she was a total rescue, you know, in like, 
it took her a while to like adapt yeah, to I, our family. I remember that. But too. then it felt like the last like couple years, it was like okay, like she's, she's finally comfortable. comfortable. She yeah. feels like she's home, and I wonder if that's part of it too. Like you know, we were all so interconnected with her, and you know, she loved to go running and stuff. And like a few days before she passed away, we it was uh, Mother's Day. We took her to Metro Beach. Yeah, and let her just go crazy you know we had no idea that she was going to get sick a few days later yeah. yeah but it's like does all of that assist in that connectivity to her when all of a sudden they're gone mm-hmm. you're still seeing well the lingering you know i think you know if you want to get into the, the ethereal idea amber already kind of touched on that um and i think we're still there um yeah the and i'm all i'm going to say i'm everything i'm going to say is completely theoretical it's just an idea um Perhaps a soul, a spirit, an entity, whatever you might want to call it, a ball of energy, an energy being, yeah. whatever whatever name they have for it these days. Um, perhaps that it, that is a real idea that when someone or a, or an animal, I don't care if it's an animal, a person, elephant, uh, yeah, you know, I table leg, whatever it is, um, when they pass on, they may not have, they may have some. You hear this in the movies, you know, yeah, like we got some business. unfinished business, yeah. you know. Uh, <laughs> maybe they do, and maybe there's some things they can resolve. Even in that state, because mm-hmm. they're maybe they're halfway here and halfway there, mm-hmm. wherever mm-hmm. that may be. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not going to call it heaven. I'm not going to call it hell. I'm not going to call right. it wherever it's it might right. be. Yeah, it the great be ion, as Joe <laughs> Collin calls it. Right? <laughs> um, they could be halfway in between for a certain amount of time um, just to resolve some things. And maybe that resolution is simply that. Like you were saying, Chris, yeah. like you see Marla sitting there or you hear the footsteps or you hear her jumping in the bed or you hear these little things. And if that may give you some comfort. I mean, I don't know, right? Um, what you were saying earlier was that, like, you know, hey, look, everything's cool. I'm all right. Yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. everything's going to be fine. That's just this the way things work. This is how the universe works, right? I mean, there's a lot of messages you can give. Maybe that's part of the deal, right? And Maybe. like, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, t- I'm sorry. I'm so bad at that. No, you're I'm fine. Really Go ahead. At... I don't care. Go ahead. No, Go I ahead. was just going to say, well, it's also, you know, an appreciation, like when an animal brings you a dead, an- another dead animal or something, something that they've caught, you know, like I'm sure she, you know, she probably really, 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 truly appreciated you guys. Oh, I think do- she did. You know, for doing what you did for her and yeah. taking well, care of her like you did and, you know, showing her the, yeah. the affection and the love that she deserved, you know, not just... Because, you know, I remember when you brought her home and you were explaining to me her horrible situations. And I was just like, that's so sad, yeah. man. Like, who yeah. can do that to to another person? And But who could do that to an animal? Like, that's an just, animal that doesn't oh, understand yeah, what's going like, on. Yeah, like, that's just, it just blows no, my mind. There, there, there's, there's not really, children are innocent. We know that, right? You're a father. You know, but you know oh, anybody. Yeah. Children are innocent. Children are dumb. Well, they're dumb, but they're <laughs> but they're innocent in their own stupidity. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, right, and right. so are animals, but they're not even stupid. They just they no, don't. They just they're don't. not on a different. They exist on a different level than we do. Yeah. And that's what makes you know I've always found fascinating about pet ownership is especially with mammals. Exclude the reptile sitting over here. Aww, Reptilian brain's a whole she's different. She's so cute. Yeah, she's cool, but. She don't really care. You can't really connect with she, her. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I love her. I mean, she's been with me for 23 years. She'll curl around her, your neck, but, and that's about it. Yeah. Now, there, now, okay, now, in fairness, there are certain things. I mean, she does have very slight personality traits that I can pick up on. Yeah. I do know when she, she wants to eat. You know, I do know when she's nervous. I do know when she's calm. Mm-hmm. There's a, I mean, this is from 
over two decades of right. owning, oh, yeah. of, just real of, basic of taking stuff, care of this, you know? but they're very basic cues. Yeah. Mammals are a whole, they're a yeah. way more complex thing. And that's where I think the great mystery or fascination I think people have with having dogs and having cats, you know, most, most of the time is, is just this idea that they do have personalities, but we still can't really communicate with them. Mm-hmm. Like we're communicating right now. You yeah. can't talk we just to don't them. Yeah. We just don't understand but there, them. But there's things, you know, and the one thing that I, I you know, I tell people, like, I'm, we're thinking about getting a dog. I'm like, well, do you want to get a dog because you want to have a friend to play with and somebody cool to have around the house? Or do you just want something you can be fucking in charge of? Yeah. Because if that's something you want to just be fucking in charge of. Yeah, then you're not a good pet you're owner. You're not a good pet owner. And I see too many too many alpha males, and I'll, and I'll direct ah. it right at alpha males. I don't ever see any females going, you know, smacking a dog or yelling at a dog. Or, and I've seen it too many times, and it's, it's upsetting as hell, right? Oh, um, yeah. I don't see any women doing that. Yeah. I only see alpha male asshole dickheads who are really it's big It's because we're them. nurturers. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a very good point. That's the scientific um, and biological uh, physiology of it. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and all that I think that ties into this great mystery of pet ownership, right? Um, I know it, it, maybe that's a weird way to put it, but to me it is a mystery because – you know, I find it fascinating how you can really love and love a creature. And I'm not saying this is a bad thing. You can really love a creature that you really can't communicate with or or exchange ideas with. And stuff right. Like that. Right. But you do. And that's great. Yeah. I mean, but, I love a but lot especially of with dogs. They love you unconditionally. Yeah. They do. And they and do. And they do in their own way. Most humans that don't, like you yeah. don't even love you unconditionally. Right, exactly. yeah. <laughs> Ain't that so. the truth? Yeah. Well, OK, here's a good here's a good example. I mean, we all are on Facebook, right? Oh, and all yeah. that stuff. You go on Facebook and you see, you know, Person gets shot at party. Oh, well, that <laughs> sucks. Well, you know, Bummer. whatever. They were probably drunk and they pissed off the wrong guy. Yeah. Whatever. That's how I rationalize it. But when it. you see the pet. You see a pet get shot at yeah. you. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Let's kill that son of a bitch. Like Let's yeah. him. pet yeah, right. torture post and you're like. Oh, my God. It's upsetting as hell. I don't even it's like when people put up the pet torture post. I don't, I'm like, I don't I like that either. I just don't need either. to see it. No, no, I, don't, I don't. I don't. You know, I don't. I don't like that. And we've talked about this a lot on the other podcast on Real Crime where I can't. Me, I don't have the stomach for that kind of stuff yeah, anymore. Yeah, it upsets me. It, it it shakes me. It rattles me. It actually makes me like go off balance sometimes. Yeah, and it's just, generally it's just upsetting as hell. Right. I don't want to see that man. Leave that fucking animal alone. What's wrong with you? You know they have a hard enough time as it is. So that point aside, when you take these ideas, I think where we have this great mystery of pet ownership, whether it's a dog or a cat, right? Let's just use them for example. Um, you are pouring all. I think you pour more emotion into a pet sometimes than you do people because I think oh, you're, I think you're trying to go that extra mile to communicate with them because you yeah. know yeah like you know that's wh- an interesting point. I never really thought of it that it's, way. Well, is it? Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting idea of like just trying to communicate. Yeah, I just never because I mean, of it don't think about it. like you know the first time you know you said Marla and she finally responded. Yeah, yeah. how did <laughs> how that make it feel? You know, yeah, probably made you feel pretty good. I mean, I'm not trying. Oh to yeah, you, but, you yeah. Know, you know, I mean, she was just she was a character from day one because all she wanted to do was get out the front door, you know, because she didn't understand like, oh, I'm going to live in a different house, you know. Yeah. Well, so she it was probably expecting you to hurt her. Maybe, you know, maybe, yeah, twice yeah, over. Know. You know what I mean? So she probably yeah, because we just were her conditioned at that point. Fourth home Aww. by the time she was yeah, four. See, that's just no way for anything to live. Yeah, I mean, um, look what it does to children. We've seen that happen to children. Yeah, and it fucks them up royally. Yep. I, and I refuse to believe that it doesn't make an animal feel any different either. Well, because they just don't understand. They yeah. don't understand. Why am I getting kicked around? Why? I'm, literally, why am I getting kicked around and moved to somewhere else and get yep. kicked around some yep. more and moved to somewhere else, right? So, I, again, going on that, on that idea, I think 
that that's why maybe you are and and this isn't the first time I've heard this or Amber's heard this. I'm sure you haven't you've heard this before too, Heather. That someone said to me like, dude, I'm seeing my fucking dog. Oh yeah, still. yeah. I'm yeah. seeing my cat still, man. Because I think it'd be more likely on this discussion to maybe experience something paranormal with a pet like that than a person. Yeah. But it's only certain pets. Like no one's like, oh my god, I saw my goldfish. <laughs> I saw my well, hamster. But that goes right you know? back. That but goes it, right I think back. It, it's that that elevated intelligence yeah. that dogs and cats have yeah. that we well, have that connection. They're not too far from us, really. Yeah, they just I mean, they don't, don't want... speak English. Or, yeah, or, uh, you know, they have their own language, and even then, yeah. you know, if you know your pet for how, like Marley, you knew, and she would talk to you. Yeah. She would bark at you and like howl or like whimper or something. You'd be like, "What do you want?" You know, like I yeah. do it to her all the time. Like I do it with my cat. Like he talks to me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. It, so it's not just like we're talking now, but yeah. at a certain point, you do right. begin to understand. You, you know, don't you don't have look, a lingual bond of communication with that yeah. with that animal, but you do have some type of a, bond. There is and a connection there for There's sure. A connection there is for sure. And I think it goes back to the, just that idea where I think, and like you said, somebody just said a second ago, I forgot who it was, but you know, it, or Amber, you said that it's not just it, certain pets, maybe, yeah, um, or the pet, like you know, like you said, like this was the dog, yeah, this was the one that really hurt when Marla passed away. Oh yeah. So there's all this emotion you're pour, you're pouring into that thing, and you're and, and top that with um, wanting so bad, and I know you feel this way because I felt this way about animals. Like God, I'd love to just be able to fucking talk to this animal. <laughs> I'd yeah. love to be able to talk to this cat or talk to this dog and know really what's going on in their mind. Not from not from a, from a curiosity place, of course, but also like God, it'd be so cool to have my dog like walking down the street, going, "Hey, dude, yeah, well, you know, I just have a conversation <laughs> with my dog. How cool would that be?" I really yeah. got shit. Hold on, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you you can get the warning. You can pick that up. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you get the warning. Yeah, I mean, hey, you, you got your bags on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta really let one go here, man. You know, I mean, Cheech and Chong actually did um, a skit on that. I remember, I think that was on Los Cochinos. They did a skit with two dogs talking, Aww. and that was part of the thing. Is one had to get dog. It's, it's hysterical, but you know, but that kind of makes another point right there, though. Too, just those guys kind of have the same idea. Like, what if dogs could talk? Yeah. What if they communi- could communicate? I say it all the time. I'm always like, you know, if if Ted could talk right now, what do you think he would say about? Me telling him no, that he can't go outside. And he'd probably be like, bitch, you better let me outside. <laughs> yeah. like, I have inner, inner monologues all the time with my with my animal. It's 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 actually quite funny. But No, it, it is a, it's a fun curiosity. But I think some people, when you love an animal so much, that's where you want to go with it. You know, mm-hmm. like the Velveteen Rabbit. The Velveteen Rabbit finally became real. Yeah. That, that, that child loved, I forgot the kid's name. Uh, we I, were, I was either. I was talking about this at the conference we were at a couple weeks ago. I said we were talking about ideas like that. And I said, "Well, the Velveteen Rabbit, you love something so much that it actually becomes real, and it becomes this really this real working, you know, this being that's alive, right? This is the next level of that. Maybe you love something so much that you could actually actualize in the communication with it, right? We yeah. know that that really maybe in our lifetimes we're not going to be able to experience that, and I don't of think. I mean, maybe like fifty million years from now, dogs might evolve into two-legged things that walk around and flip us off like we flip each other off in traffic, too. I don't know, right? But then would Planet they still the be a dog? I don't know. If they stand up? Dog man. Dog man. Dog Which man. is a Michigan thing. Yeah. Yeah. Is it really? Yes. What's dog man? It's a cryptid creature that is up north that is anthropomorphic, so it walks on its hind legs, and it's a dog. 
What? And it goes back to like Native American times, kind of, <laughs> sort of, Stop. with like shapeshifter stuff. <gasps> really? But like, yeah, it's people up north claim that they've seen this thing. And oh, God, it's a chupacabra. It's the Jersey Devil. Yeah, it's like in that family. Yeah. Oh, wow. And then it's over in Wisconsin cryptid, yeah. and some other places. But yeah. But it's, it's straight up just like a dog and yeah. it stands up. Yeah, it looks like a dog. More yeah. like a wolf, I guess. Oh, but okay. like, well, same thing. He's you know, dog man. <laughs> I'm gonna look. Uh, I wonder if he has any I got puppies. homework now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I did not know. Of course, every state has their own thing. Of course. Yeah. Course. Yeah. But what do you think, Chris? What do you th- What do you think is going on here? Uh, you know, it's hard to tell because we had like um, when we had our cat that died, I had similar stuff happen, like very very similar stuff happen. And what was really weird about the cat thing was it was a cat that we always said this cat was a dog. Because she wanted to talk to you, she wanted treats, she wanted to lay on you and get petted, she would chase after a ball and fetch. Like, the cat was a different kind of cat. Mm -hmm. Um, But we rescued her, too, and when she lived to be, like, 19 years old, and we had to have her put down, she got just really, really sick at the end of her life, we put her down, and then for months with her, like, it wasn't just me, my friends would come over and they'd be like, dude... Your cat is sitting at the top huh. of the steps right now. See, that's the best when you have yeah, someone else have say someone something. Else and something. my friends, she would cut. Remember my house in East Point, Scott? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had the couch, right? Right as you came down the basement steps, there was a couch right here, like in line with the yep, steps. Yep, yep. And the cat would always run down the steps and rub on people's legs. Aww. And whenever my friends would come over to watch a movie, they'd be like, stop the movie. Like, I pause, like, dude, your cat was just rubbing on my legs i saw your cat come down the steps and rub on my pant legs so i don't know maybe it's just me (laughs) you know you said you were perceptive of the paranormal so in in what ways do you think that you're more perceptive than the next um i i know when things are going to happen a lot of the time premonition like usually like two to three days before something really bad happens i know about it like in I dream never talk form or just knowing? No, like literally it will just come like into my brain. Hmm. Like each time I've had a car accident, oh. I've known about it and days go- before. And do you think you could have prevented it? I don't think I could have prevented it, but days before every time I've had a car accident, yeah. I've had something trigger my brain like you're going to have a bad accident in the next couple of days. Hmm. And it always happens. It's weird. And like other stuff. So maybe me being more perceptive to that stuff is... I don't know. Bringing it in more. Yeah, it's weird. But with the cat, it was the exact same thing. Like you're a lightning rod kind of. Like, yeah. hey, yeah. when my yeah. pets die, they're going to come back. Like, like yeah. pet cemetery. Pet cemetery. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, yeah. That's so, one of the things. Just not evil. That... Yeah. <laughs> oh, Church didn't seem too evil, though. <laughs> Church not was just kind evil. of whiny yeah. and yeah. just gross looking. <laughs> yeah. And, and stinky. He, like, and like, yeah. Or no, he, she. Church was a he, right? I think so. I think, oh, yeah. and yeah, yes. church just would run away, would be pissed and then run away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what makes this feel interesting for me is still because, you know, all the years we've been doing this stuff, um, people from all walks of life, professionally, personally, whatever we're doing, when I, when they find out we do stuff like this, a lot of people have their own stories or they say like, you oh, know, yeah. I've seen things, I hear things, I feel things sometimes. I don't know what the hell they are. And, you know? I'm yeah. and I'm not crazy. Yeah. And I'm not, you're, yeah. you're not, yeah. Chris. I mean, you know, well, you are pretty fucked up. In that yeah, game. but. I know, I've known you for so many years. But, <laughs> um, but I mean, no, the, a lot of people come, and I do, that's one of the things I do like still about doing this stuff or doing, at least doing the show, is I get to talk to people that, you know, I do get surprised by some people that I know, some real gruff people I know, like just, you know, yeah, dude. 
Yeah. Yeah. I thought I saw something the other day. (laughs) (laughs) Some real gruff dudes. And and then next thing I know, I'm getting into some weird conversation about the after with some biker or something like that. And it's like, (laughs) you know, but, but, you know, they're comfortable to talk about that, you know, and that's, and I'm glad they're, I'm glad they feel comfortable to talk about that. Cause this, this isn't easy to talk about. No, like this. no. It especially about your dog, you know? Cause a lot of people are just like, you're fucking crazy. Yeah. Or they have like some straight up, just a to B reason why yeah. you're feel yeah. this way. And you know, or, well, yeah. Or, you know, or just the, well, just the emotional baggage that comes along with that. I don't mean baggage in a bad way, Ruben's, but you're carrying, you're carrying yeah, that stuff. You're going to carry that the rest of your yeah, life. Of course you're going to you know? see it. And, and, well, maybe but, when you're more you know, emotionally open like that too, and you're in that state of mind, maybe yeah. that opens you up to seeing things yeah, totally. and experiencing yeah. other things. Totally. I never saw, you know, I mean, carrying the baggage, I'm still carrying, you know, the, everybody laughs about that, but my Guinea pig, when Aww. I bought this house, my guinea pig passed away, and I'm still fucked over that. Aww. It still bothers me. Like, yeah. why did this cool little thing have to just leave me? Yeah, but he lived a long time for he a guinea did. pig. He did. He like lived like six years. Yeah, that's a Dang. long time. Yeah, he was like an old guy. But but was you he know, this chubby little thing too? Oh, he was cool as hell. Oh. He was so cool. Well, I see. I think that was part of the thing with Marla too. Is you know she was an otherwise healthy dog. And she just got sick one day and she was gone like seven days later. Mm -hmm. Like there was no long process to this. And she was only eight years old. Her breed typically lasts 12 to 14 years. So this was like really like, yeah, like what, what what's happening? And I'm laying there holding her like a baby, you know, and she's 80 pounds, you know, I'm trying to make her comfortable. And it's like, so I don't know that. Your emotions are like so high during that whole thing. Yeah, that maybe that's, that's part of it too. I had the same exact thing with my cat. Yeah. I came home from school and my mom was like, it looked like she was trying to give the cat CPR. Right. And she's like, she's not breathing right. Something. And she had had teeth pulled like a week before. Oh shit. And she, you couldn't get antibiotics in her that great. Yeah. And we were like, we probably were bad pet owners because we were scared to like just inject it in. Right. And if right. I ever owned another pet again that needed that, I'd be like, oh no, okay, I'm doing this different right. now. Yeah. But so the vet figured, well, maybe some infection went to her heart or something. But I literally walked in the door to my seven year old cat, like her breath slowly just going, 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 right. gone, gone, and nothing more, you can more do. Shallow. Yeah. No, and I again, and you said that, Chris, and I, I stand by that idea. I think because you are in a heightened state of mind and sense when you're watching something die. I mean, I'll just yeah. say it, blanket it like that. When you're watching a person or a pet something die like that, I just went through it not too long ago, and yep. you know, we we talked about that down in Alton, also the conference we were at, um, and for me. And I think I may have mentioned this on the show before. Um, when I was watching my grandma pass away, I was really obviously going, oh, my God. You know, I was feeling all the same things you were feeling about your dog. It's no different, really, when you're, when you're losing something that close, a person mm-hmm. that close, yeah. a pet that close. One thing I did, though, because I'm a morbid prick, I guess, is, is I, I did try to step outside of that emotion because I am a researcher in this stuff. So I did try to step outside of all the pain I was feeling in that, in that situation and try to observe it from the outside. And see what this idea of grieving and grief is. Um, didn't really accomplish too much because, uh, you know. You were just too I'm, much. I'm a, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a man. I'm a human. Yeah. I'm, I'm not perfect. And I have emotions like anybody else does. Um, but I did try. Um, I know you weren't doing that. That probably wasn't something you were oh, thinking no. about. I never, um, yeah, never entered my mind. <laughs> like, no, no, and that's pretty bad. Let me focus on this from the outside Does that make me feel like, <laughs> and it makes me feel bad because I have like. I, feel, I, I know you my know, grandma. Don't, you know, don't feel bad, though, because your grandma wanted so bad to get back to you. 
your grandpa. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That it was like. Well, yeah, and this is was about happy. Me, well, yeah, that, this isn't about me though. I mean, that was just an idea. Yeah, I know. I was thinking about um, something that I was just trying to understand. And you know, to my grandma's uh, uh, credit, in her situation. My grandma's the one of the reasons I got into the paranormal and studying this stuff. I've told this story a million times that she was the one that would sit in me with me in her living room when I would read ghost stories to her. And we'd actually not just talk about ghost stories, but we'd talk about, um, you know, just dimensions and energy. And this was a very progressive lady. Mm-hmm. I mean, That's you know, from, cool. from a Southern belle like she was raised in Putnam County, Tennessee. Wow. Uh, she was a very progressive lady. She was open to a lot of interesting ideas. So I like to think that, she knows what I was pulling yeah. <laughs> when she was passing away. Sure. And she was probably, I hope I'd like to think that she was cool with that, but be that as it may, um, you know, you are in that heightened sense. I think when you're going through something like that. And I, I mean, I'm not even going to discriminate now when you're going through it with a person or a pet, whatever it may be. I think you are kind of in that heightened state and you may be more open to things for a long while after too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or, okay, fine. Let's just say, let's just be superficial and say, well, you know, you yearn to be with that that person or that pet so bad that your mind may be playing tricks on you. I'm not saying that's the oh, case. Oh yeah, for you. I can, I would. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, 100. No, yeah, could be that's, that too. That's totally understandable. Now here's the thing too. I mean, you're so used to having something around you right. that you just yeah that you just see it see it there. Yeah, you know, I mean, like people yeah. people that lose an arm or a hand. They talk about the phantom, phantom pain, the phantom yeah. pains they have, yeah. or phantom things. That, yep. You know, they still think it's there and they're still feeling it there. You know. Um, so that and you know when you lose something that's been that close to you for so many years you you know it is like an appendage Mm -hmm. it's a part of you yeah and that part of you is being ripped away and you know yeah i'm I'm sorry to go so dark but no that's that's the truth truth. you know it's it's the truth truth, right and i think that's uh that's the first thing that i think about too when i see something something or hear something like i'm like well that's just my mind playing tricks on me that can't be real you know well you gotta be realistic yeah well that's healthy that's healthy skeptic and then when you kind of can Take Actually, that part away, yeah. then right. it's like, ooh, we might have something right, here. Right. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, you walk right. out in the kitchen and you see all the chairs stood up on one yeah. uh, together. Huh. Okay, what's <laughs> going on here? And then you can here? slide <laughs> your son across the kitchen floor. Yeah. <gasps> Marlo, stop stacking those plates. <laughs> <laughs> you always like the fancy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Has anything happened recently? No, not really. Okay. Not like the past couple days. Okay. No. All right. But we're getting a puppy, so maybe that's why. You were talking. No, maybe there's like that closure yeah. thing. You know? Did you show her a picture? I think you showed Heather a picture. Yeah. I Did see you it. see the picture? Oh, oh, oh my! Oh, she's Uh-oh. so cute. All right, guys. Cue the waterworks in three, two. <laughs> I'm not gonna cry. One. She's so cute, Scott. There you go. Aww. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's adorable. What kind the of dog big is that? floppy ears. So purebred beagle. And she's seven oh, weeks old. God. <laughs> oh, we might have wait. to put this picture up on yeah, the site. Would you mind? Yeah, I'll send it to you. That's we might, so we might have to use that for the post because that's a pretty damn good picture. Man. Well, I can't, or a picture wait to have, I can't wait to come over and then have her stick her face in my face. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, your puppy breath is so cute. What's funny is that the kids were like begging me, can we get two? Can we get two? I'm like, oh, you guys, it's so expensive. We're not doing two. Okay. Yeah. But now Alicia, my wife, her cousin is adopting one of the sisters. Oh. So, and they live right around the corner. Oh, they'll get us. to play then. Yeah. Yep. So, it Cousins. worked out. Ah. Yeah. That's excellent, dude. Yeah. It's totally going to be cool. interesting. Well, maybe <laughs> that's where it is. 
like you said, we were, yeah. you know, maybe there is, maybe Marlo was waiting for her replacement. Yep. Aww. Maybe, maybe, I mean, I don't, I'm not, not even trying really to sound yeah. sensitive, but you know. No, yeah. I even said that to the kids. I said, you know, Marlo would be happy with this decision because we always knew she would have wanted a second dog in yeah. the house. So I think that, you know, that kind of made everybody kind of like happy and kind of like, okay. Yeah, this is, the, the, they're not betraying Marlo yeah. by getting another dog. Yep. I never saw it that way either. Like I, I, I understand why you said re- replace. It's just the word to use. Yeah, but it's, yeah. I'm trying I, to know, sound sensitive, but no, you know, I understand. You, you know, I yeah. just think uh, like I never thought of it that way. Like it's just the next step. You know, it's not. I never thought of it as like a replacement in any shape or form because I've had so many cats and I've had a few dogs. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's not. And I've you know I've have liked them differently each time. But it's never been like I've liked this one better, or I'm so glad I got you and I don't have that one anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like it's it's never like that. I don't I don't, want, I don't understand why people are always like, oh, you're a replacement. I'm like, no, man, it's not. It's, it's not a how different goes. animal. It's just a new addition. Yeah, that's not how it goes. I think animals are just as unique as people are. I mean, we're all different. Yeah. On, you know, on a DNA level, none of us are the same. I know a lot of us look the same, but we're all different. We all mm-hmm. have different slight. I've dis- never had an animal that's ever been like, oh, that's just like my other dog. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. They're all yeah. different. Yeah. They all right? have- no. yeah. It's just, a, it's another, it's another, it's just a different wind of, uh, of muscle and chemicals and stuff <laughs> yep. like that. And, and in fluids and things that work, uh, and they're all going to be different. That's, that's the great mystery with this thing. Again, I think it goes back to the great mystery of communication with these creatures. Yeah. That's you a, know, that's a really interesting point. I think it, you pour more emotion into that. Yeah. You're trying harder. You yeah. want to communicate with you want to or like, know. Uh, like a baby, man. Right. Like, you know, I mean, come on. I mean, we've all you, you got. Four, oh, yeah. You got four of them, dude. Yeah. How'd you feel when <laughs> when your baby, when your first baby started talking or said her first word? Right. It's like, oh, fuck. I'm sure it blew your mind. I'm not a parent, but I'm sure it blew oh, your mind. Yeah. Yeah. It blew your mind. Right. Yeah. Um, cutting, crossing that threshold. Communication. Actually talking on the same linguistic level. Right. That's that's where I think people want to do with with pets they they love them that much they want to get on that same level with them you know whether it's a curiosity or it is an emotional thing where they really do love that animal and they just want to talk to them mm. you know it, it well, certainly would make things easier to it's funny do. for us because you know we went to port austin and we came back and we didn't tell the kids that we were getting a puppy bethany knew our oldest and yeah. we uh the person that has the puppies is literally like half a mile from our house yeah so I was like, oh, guys, come on, let's go for a ride, blah, 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 blah. They had no idea what was going on. And, like, we went and knocked on the door, and they're like, oh, come in the backyard. And we, like, go in the backyard. Oh, shit. And there's a little fenced-in <laughs> area with, like, six of these little puppies. And yeah. Matilda just starts sobbing. Oh, oh God. <laughs> they're like, what are you crying about? She's like, we're getting a puppy. <laughs> I never thought I'd have a puppy. <laughs> well, yeah, because you know? all, most of your animals have been rescue. Yeah, yeah, they all have. Yeah. Yep. I think they should be. I yeah. think more people should rescue animals like that. You know, yeah. and I don't have room to talk. I, I've never, growing up, I never had a dog or a cat, and I still don't have dogs or cats. Not because I don't love the shit out of them. Um, I just don't want to clean, clean up the shit, literally. Ah. I just, I, it's just another responsibility. You know, it's another yeah. responsibility. You know? But I love animals. And, and I think, well, that's one thing I always say, too, about, about pets. I mean, just my little guinea pig that I had. Um, the emotional attachment that I had to that animal was absolutely soul crushing when he left when he left me right um he had a personality i loved him to death and i keep saying i'm like i don't want any more mammals 
in my house <laughs> yeah. because I can't provide them the emotional stuff that they need because I, I just don't want to attach that much. It's well, and you so like to travel a lot, too, so yeah. it would be hard for you to have. That and just, you know, yeah, I just I can't. And the gamer and I have had this conversation a lot of time, a bunch of times where, you know, we've talked about on a, on a handful of occasions about maybe getting a dog or a cat. Um, and cat, I cat, 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 <laughs> that's what cat. I want. But cats, you can kind of step away for a few days. Oh, yeah. They might be a little pissed at you, depending on what type of personality the cat is. But you can get the machines that give the water and the food, and they go poop on their own, and it's (laughs) fine. You yeah. don't have to let them. The dogs yeah. are more like small children. You come yeah. home, dogs yeah. rolling around in their own poop. Go, yeah. hey, dude, what's up? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Look at me. Look at I'm Cats in. might be angry. They might have had a hairball. I don't know. Yeah. Ugh. I just, I don't want to go through that, that pain, which I, you know, I'm not strong enough. I mean, whatever. I, I don't know where it is. It's, a, it's a lot. It's something I, you know, you, you, and, and like Amber says, um, you know, well, you're building all these great memories. You know, you have all these well, great you memories. Are. You, you know? have this wonderful little creature in your life for a yeah. while, and they, you know they go away. And, and and unlike a human, you can get another. And then you go through the process <laughs> again. Yeah. 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 It's, having that, like, it's like it's, S&M shit. Yeah. You know? it's, like, you just, you just <laughs> love being punished. You right? know? Like, I, yeah. Flog me with this right? new dog. It's right? just <laughs> continual, continual pleasure it's, and pain. Yeah. You know? it, it is it, it's kind of sad but true in that way. But um, but they're wonderful little things, especially they when they are. do connect with you and they yeah. do super cute things or you have those little things. You, like my fat cat, I could like just do this little thing thing with my fingers and she i just hear jump off her cat tree boom <laughs> and she would come up like and i think okay so they talk about like if you're bad and you get reincarnated you're going to be a lesser oh, oh god no, yes. not this again this yeah. is true not this again Ugh. anyway <laughs> i my Are you cat say this on a fucking show yeah because it, whatever my cat <laughs> was not it didn't get along with well my cat actually liked my other persian but the two persians didn't get along anyway my cat would pee in kind of markets territory mm-hmm. and they would have this little battle of the the litter the box oh this, yeah. is, oh this is cool okay I and then i always thought well gosh what if my cat was like the reincarnation of hitler <laughs> because we went would... there god damn it seriously listen to hear me out all right all right okay my cat 40 point persian had a little hitler stash <laughs> <laughs> and it had the brightest blue eyes. Oh. And they always said that Hitler had these bright blue eyes. Right, right. And then she'd sit there on her cat tree with one paw out, like, <laughs> doing, like, the whole Sig Heil thing. And I'd sometimes just look at her doing that, like, hmm. <laughs> hmm. This cat doesn't like the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Wow. So I just, that was a weird, random thing. I'm sure my cat wasn't Hitler reincarnated because yeah, she was a precious sweetheart. I think she was. That's funny. But That's just funny. given her weird coloring, the eye color and how right. she would sit, oh, it was God. like, huh. <laughs> You're like, I think I've seen this yeah, before. In pictures, World War II? Ghostly talk. <laughs> Heather. Yes. You're here with us tonight also. I am. Um. You have a story that I found really interesting. Now, before we go into this, I want to be clear. What you guys are hearing on the show here, if you're listening, like the three people listening to this show now. Oh, my God. Uh, we have more. Um, <laughs> four. <laughs> um, Heather, we've, I think we said this earlier, though, in the show, that you know, we, we've, we've really talked about this on the very, very, very top level. We've yeah. never really gotten into this. And I don't know where we're going to go with this thing. I, we really haven't planned this at all. But I'm getting the same information you guys are getting right now. This is a pretty interesting story, though. Um, so I, you know, I don't even know how to 
even attack this. Uh, I guess I, I can mean, just start by saying what happened. Yeah, why don't you do that? Okay, so I um, have like this, well, I had a one in one million chance of my brain basically exploded. I had what's called an arteriovenous malformation, mm-hmm. and that's it was cerebral, so it happened in my cerebellum, but it's a birth defect. They don't even really actually know where it comes from, if it's hereditary, why it happens, but they're just saying it was probably a birth defect. It was, it was basically my veins and arteries in the cerebellum portion of my brain completely scrambled and looked like a ball of noodles, and then... Um, after so many years of just it being formed like that, I wasn't getting the blood flow I was properly supposed to have, and I basically had an aneurysm. That's basically wow. what it was. And how old were you when this happened? I was 20. Okay. 21. Yes, I turned 22 in the hospital, actually. I was in the hospital for a month. and Well, I was in ICU for a month, and then I went to, like, the neurology unit and all that stuff. So I was in the hospital for pretty good close to about eight months for the most part i think yeah and that's including um like outpatient therapy because i had to i had to like um during the when this all happened i actually i actually died i was dead on arrival at the hospital they revived me i kept dying they revived me i kept dying and so they had to like i've had six brain surgeries total and i have like uh Portions of my skull gone and pieces and of my brain missing and things like that. Like you my, said, and you've had me felt feel the back of your. Oh head. yeah, I mean now it's nice, but before it was it was really like this. It was like a soft spot on a baby's head of just where the skull didn't. Where you form said, yet. and you said like you know I gotta really be careful. Because yeah, because if I that's fall why the I don't go to way. shows anymore. I mean I you know I love concerts and I used to go to shows all the time. And, yeah, but I can't I can't ride roller coasters anymore. I can't. You, you can't know, risk bumping your head. Nope. I even can't. now. Yeah, even now, like I'm. That's a lot of why I started going back to school because I probably can't work anywhere. You yeah, know, I'm a liability. So you know if I fall and you know hit my even if I didn't hit that spot if i hit my head the chances of me having another aneurysm are much greater than say you know you who's yeah. never had one you know so like if you're getting in your car or something and you just like i just did, did this the other day and just bumped my head really hard um, like something like that kind of bump could trigger something or it has to be much honestly, harsher you don't I have, know i have no idea but when you i want to find out no i mean i've <laughs> hit not my fucking test this. no i have hit my head like really hard on some things and i'd be like knocked out and like just you know, whatever, but I would be fine. But like, if I was in a car accident or something like that, I actually have a a thing. It's it's in my other wallet, but I have a card in my wallet that says that I am brain injured and that I should be taken to the hospital immediately to see to get an MRI and like whatever all that crap. Just yeah. because I could literally die at any second again. You know, like it's just so bizarre. Holy crap! Yeah, it's it's you know I, when I say that to. It's funny because you don't look at me and you don't think that I'm disabled or that I have issues like that because I've bounced back pretty good actually. I'm probably I would give myself that I'm like I've recovered about 80 85%. Right. Like I still have quite a few things that are wrong, but uh like nobody would look at that but when so when I do say something like you know when I t- say, you know, oh, I've died and Well, that's what you say you're like, yeah, that was that time then I died. Yeah, and then I died. Like I know, like, (laughs) did you actually like the whole 
thing, oh, like yeah. see a light oh, and no. like, or nothing. I guess that's where we got to go They just told you like, oh, you, came, you. you died and you came back. Like, do you I have died, any? I died several times, actually. So like, I, what happened was this happened. Okay, so I should probably go back to how it felt because it was fucking awful. I do remember that. It felt like I was hit I in the back of the head. I thought that would feel great. Oh, God. <laughs> Actually, Probably not the aneurysm part. <laughs> yeah. No, you know, it's so weird because I didn't feel um, I didn't feel like I was um it hurt really, really, really bad. When you were having the aneurysm? Yeah, like okay. I, I was I literally just got home from my morning shift at Starbucks. What up? And uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. and I came down I went to my room and I was just watching TV, you know, I was just smoking a cigarette like I do, you know, just hanging out. And then out of nowhere, I heard this, this, it sounded like, the, like in uh, Man of Steel, the sky cracked open. Like, it was seriously this loud crack. And then my head, if, uh, like, I, I, it felt like the room became a million degrees. It was the weirdest thing. But I immediately went into all this pain. It was just, I didn't, I was so confused. It wasn't like, I'm in all this pain and I was in shock and things like that. I was just so, ooh, I was just so confused as to like why it was happening and things yeah, and yeah. then and then I because it was my cerebellum so all of my my like muscles and stuff yeah. started contorting and I like got super hot and like took off all my clothes and I was like what is going on and yeah and then I had to go to the hospital because I just didn't know and my was boyfriend there to take you I actually caught my boyfriend had just left to go to work so I called him and he hadn't even like punched in yet and was like uh I gotta I gotta go and yeah, the, actually, it's so bizarre because the hospital, they were like, oh, you probably just have a migraine. I was like, I'm a, oh, I'm, no. I'm a ball right now. Like, no, 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 no. no. But My I, head's completely turned around the other way. Right. I, think, I think there's I think, something uh, wrong. I have a migraine. Like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. But, like, I, so I went home. They sent oh me home. Oh, my God. Because they you were like, an oh. aneurysm. Yeah, they, did, they didn't know. My mom thought it was meningitis because that at the time, that was what the big thing was. People were getting meningitis out of nowhere. And... You know, being twenty one, I'm still well. You're technically not going to assume kid, right? aneurysm at twenty one. Oh, exactly. Yeah, and that's what they thought. They thought actually when I when I went home and then I actually died because I started bleeding from the face and everything. They thought I was ODing. Oh my on God. like heroin or something. Yeah, yeah. just because they assumed because I lived in East Point and then you know they just assumed that I was some white trash like kid doing heroin or something. Wow. Yeah. So they Holy took me, they took me to the hospital and they were like, oh, uh, <laughs> this is way more than what we were expecting. So yeah, this is the reason when I go to a hospital, whether it's for me or a loved one, they say that shit. Like, oh no, it's just this. I go, well, why don't you find out a hundred percent? Yeah, I know that's your don't get job. Me started. Yeah, yeah. You know? Oh yeah, we've had don't this conversation. We've had this conversation. Yeah, you've been through another. Another thing, Chris, we give, yeah, that's a whole other story. But, yeah. you know, that, that, this is the reason that I, I'm probably, and Amber always says, well, you you know, you're tech, you're terrible. That's why people get pissed off at you. I'm like, <laughs> no, I ask fucking questions. Because you know why? Yeah. I've had, I've had it happen too many times with my family, with my father especially, where they've done stuff. And, oh, he's fine. Go home. And a couple of days later, he's puking all over the house. Uh, and he can't, mm. he don't know what's going on. I'm yeah. like, you know, that, that not about me again. But, no, no, but that's, yeah. that's, but that does just kind of annoy me to hear that. Not because yeah. you're saying it, but just to hear that that's, it just happens over. I've said it on this show before. I'll, I'll say it again. Standing on the biggest fucking soapbox I can find. Um, 
people in the medical profession are not paid because they know medicine. They're paid because they practice it. Yeah. They, yeah. They're fucking practicing. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I've said it to you guys a million times too, I'm sure. They're practicing. Mm-hmm. Okay, off the soapbox. Go ahead, Heather. Oh, <laughs> no, but I'm glad they're practicing because they saved my life. Yeah, you know? yeah, okay. Science literally saved me, so. Oh, what do they do? Well, they just gave me brain surgery and took out pieces of my brain, but then they actually, you know, I mean, I had, I also had a stroke while I was in the hospital, like, because I had, um, I had a, you know, a breathing tube in. Yeah, yeah. And when they came in, like, I was on it for a, a week, maybe. And then they finally took it out, and then I had a stroke because, I mean, you look, I mean, look at me. I'm, I'm 4'11", and I'm not even 100 pounds, you know, like, and mm-hmm. at 21, I was even smaller. Mm-hmm. So they gave me an adult feeding, or an adult breathing tube, and then oh, when they shit. took it out, oh, my so they stretched my esophagus, and oh. then... So it closed up, and I I was totally awake the whole time having the stroke, and it was just like, what is going on? But I couldn't speak because I was not breathing, and like all this really weird. And you're still stuff. thankful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Like, they, <laughs> fuck, they they botched my shit, but I mean, yeah, they fixed it. They had to cut my throat open, but you know, uh, yeah, uh, I had a tr- I had a trick. It was actually, uh, yeah, it was really weird. well. Actually, it's cool because when the doctor who took it out um, to like remove it for sure. Um, I coughed all this this stuff on him. Oh my god, like Exorcist style. Yeah, it was oh, yeah. Oh my god. all over his face, and I was like, "Hey," and like that was it. Yeah, I wouldn't feel bad about that. Like, yeah. dude, dude no, you, I wouldn't. you make a lot of money. Uh huh. Yeah. This is part of the job. Hey. Yeah. Deal with it. So, okay, I guess when you're going through this, you know, where I have to ask, you said you died a, you know, several times. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we alluded to this a few minutes ago yeah. already. Well, yeah, was there any what, memory of that? There, did, what, I mean, or you, did you come back cognitive of some type of emotion? We're not asking, like, did you, or, and we're not, you know, I'm, again, we're not looking for the light and day at the end. No, of the no, no. I'm just, I mean, I want to know what you felt. I mean, yeah. if, you, if you're comfortable with that, um, I mean, let's be clear. I mean, I want you to be comfortable with everything we're talking about. Here. I honestly, I don't, the last thing I remember was uh, laying on the couch and falling asleep. And then when I woke up, uh, I was staring at the ceiling of the hospital. I don't remember anything. Wow. I do have one memory from one of the surgeries that I had. I had to have three initial surgeries to, like, they kept, you know, going back in there to make sure because my spinal cord was, like, tapping uh, in and out. It was like a, you know, like uh, a faulty plug or something. Oh that's that's basically what it was. Okay. But I have one memory of opening my eyes and seeing people standing around me and I was handing whoever was in front of me a drink because I worked at Starbucks and I literally (laughs) just got home from work. So, and when I worked at Starbucks, I worked from four o'clock in the morning until one in the afternoon. So that's all I did. You know, morning rush is slinging, slinging coffee. So I was handing this person a drink and then, uh, months later down the line, a man walks into my room and I was like, holy shit, I handed you a drink in surgery. And he was like, you remember that? I was like, dude, that's you. I've never seen it before in my entire life, but I remember from waking up in surgery. Really? Just one of the surgeries that I had. I saw that and I I couldn't see anything. I just saw like figures, you know, but as soon as he walked in, I was like, dude, that's you. I remember you from my surgery. And Hmm. yeah, he, we had, we talked a while actually because he was really, taken aback by me remembering him and yeah. you know like when i f- came 
out of a coma, I couldn't see anything. I was like looking underwater. I could oh, barely hear weird. anything. I couldn't talk because of my trach. Like it was. How long were you like in that state? In a coma. Uh, in a coma for no, three days. Well, no, but after coming out, like in this watery state, oh. like underwater. Like how long did that take for a to couple clear weeks? Up? For a couple wow. weeks, yeah. I was pretty much. I mean, I wasn't blind, but I could barely. I couldn't see anything. Like I wouldn't be able to see the top of the stairs. From just like laying in the bed or something like that. Just, I from, just from just from having your eyes closed. I mean, I'm wondering. I mean, when you're in a and I'm far from any type of expert when it comes to medical stuff. Uh, but when you're in a coma, basically, okay, I'm just gonna ask what the fuck's a coma? <laughs> what the hell a coma is? That's just you're you're functional. You're just not conscious. Yeah. You're just not, you're not conscious. You're not, so you're, yeah. you're sleeping, but you and you just yeah, don't you wake just up. can't wake up. It's yeah. like being in a up. dream. Yeah. Because I mean, comas are very easy. Like, oh, you're in a coma. Yeah. You're in a coma. And I say it all the time, too. Like, I ask what the hell it really I, is, and if that's what it is. I don't so, know what okay. the difference between a coma and being in a dream state is, besides that you have the ability to wake up yeah. when you want, and something can wake when you up. When you're in a coma, are you, are you when dreaming I, when, when you're, you're in a, a coma? I, I don't remember anything, but I assume so. There's Yeah, there's neural activity and everything like that. I just don't know what it is, and I certainly don't remember, but I'm sure someone has, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, but, I mean... Why not? You know, you're still technically alive and all of those things. You're just not you'd think awake. That, you'd, you'd think, you know, it better be a damn good dream. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm going down, if I'm going into a coma. Oh, yeah. It lasts like, I'm just endless good restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good steaks and yes. mashed potatoes. Yeah. So, so you said, you again, you said you died a few times, though. Yeah. And you don't remember anything. I don't remember anything except really? for that one thing. Yeah. So That's basically, it. when your boyfriend came to visit you in the hospital, <laughs> you were girlfriend in a coma. Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. Actually, it's one of my favorite Smith songs because when I I wasn't I didn't get into um, the Smiths. We should plug Chris's. Other I know, right? Here, he we just did a that. plug. He did. He did. I was the girlfriend in a coma. Yeah. Chris yeah. does a Smiths cover band in the Detroit area and travels elsewhere for it. Yeah. And they're fantastic. The Smiths, the Smiths United. Yep. Yeah. Those guys, you guys rule. <laughs> and I'm we not a big rule. Smiths fan, but I do. I, you know, I, I like it. I like, yeah. I like what you guys do. It's cool. So, <laughs> as far as that, so you, I mean, there wasn't, and, and this is as interesting as, you know, I didn't know, again, I'm saying this on the show here, we've never really, yeah, we've, we, never, we've dived never dived, dived into, into yeah. this and talked I never very, gave you details. No, we never, well, we're all busy. We're always yeah. running around, We always, and we get, we do the podcast, and a lot of times it's like, you know, from your place, when I pick you up, it's like five minutes there, yeah, and five minutes even. back. So we get, we get a few minutes to chat, and we're usually bitching about something or talking about metal or something. Yep. So, you know, it's interesting to, to get this because, you know, I've been curious about this. Yeah. We, we, you know, like, well, she said she fucking died. What yeah. did she saw? And it's, in, it's just as interesting to me to hear someone say, I died, and no, I didn't yeah, see I, anything. I didn't see anything. How no. many minutes were you, do they think you were gone? Did you ever learn that? Yeah, uh... Uh, initially, from the ride from my house to the hospital is Henry. It was at Henry Ford downtown. Oh so, shit! Downtown Why didn't they Detroit. St. John's. Oh, uh, because it wasn't there. Oh, because I yeah, because I had HAP. That's why. Oh okay. Yeah. Um, can you believe that? Yeah. I had I had different insurance, so I had to go all the way. Oh, down. she's dead. But let's but, you know her um, insurance dictates where we bring her. Yeah. yeah. But thank God they did because oh, well, whoever thank the stars that they did because. Uh, Henry Ford downtown is in the top five neurology oh, well, hospitals. Okay. Yeah, um, I think once I started bleeding from the face, and they were like, "Oh shit, she like 
And when you mean face, like nose? I was bleeding from the nose and from the ears. Yeah. Oh and god. like it was coming out of my mouth. Oh my god. Yeah. Like oh. I don't know I don't know how um well, I was, that's literally what it was. You know, the aneurysm blew up and I was just bleeding. It has out. nowhere else to go. Yeah, so it just came out. It has out nowhere of, to go. Yeah. So you release all that pressure. Where is it going to go? It's going to go out orifices because. Yeah, there's, those are the yeah. holes. Yeah, yep. it's underneath the skull. And what else is underneath the skull? All of your holes. So, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I will say the one thing. Wait, oh, so how many minutes was it? Okay, to- so it was about 10 minutes. And Ooh. with the, with. The ambulance, it was probably even shorter. So that's, I don't know. But, I mean, I'm sure they were doing CPR yeah, and all that stuff yeah. to get me there. But I was technically dead on arrival. Wow. But then, you know, I would be revived. And then because of how everything, it happens literally right here. So for the audience who's listening, uh, the third quad- quadrant of my skull, if you're if you're we math nerds, do like a chart, yeah, or the, or the, <laughs> back, the left back of her head, yeah, if yeah. you're if the like l- behind the ear, yeah, the lower left. Okay, my scar goes from like the top of my ear all the way to the middle of my head and all the way down to like the top of my spine. Wow! But because I had so much surgery, they actually had to remove. Um, well, I should say remove. They shaved like my shoulder muscle uh. to stretch it up over oh my, my skull. God. And so, do you have any existing issues with that to this day? Oh yeah, I have like, headaches every single I was day. Say, and that seems like it would probably always be perpetually tight. Oh yeah, uh, I'm. I mean, I desperately need muscle relaxers. I don't oh. take pills or anything like that. You and know, how but many years have gone by since then? I just celebrated my tenth year. Okay, so in March. so you're so you're thirty one, thirty two, thirty two. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Yeah, Yay. but I uh, saw. So oh, I, I mean, every time that I actually did. I say I died, you know, but it was just kind of like flatlining and then coming back or whatever. It's still dead, whatever. But, you know, it was only for like a couple of minutes maybe until okay. they could actually like fix the wire, you know? Right. Like, this is so bizarre to spark, like... Spark, spark. Yeah, I know. It's so bizarre to compare it to that, but that's literally that's what where it was is. going that's on. That's where no, you're, you're... Well, and I haven't done enough afterlife research to, f- to learn how long people... It- how long people have to be dead to actually start seeing like their no, family members yeah. and the light or yeah. whatever the things that like Raymond Moody and all these people like. Well, I studied. have on a, on a higher level, and it's all over the map. It really well, is. There's yeah, not anything definitive individual. with this stuff, like all this crap. It's you know, it's I've heard of, there's been people that have been under. We had a couple guys on back in the day. There was a guy who was under for 20 minutes. He was dead for 20 minutes. Woof. He said, and this guy claimed he saw all kinds of crazy shit. Oh, I'm sure he saw all kinds of insane stuff, and he wrote a whole book about it. Yeah. I Bill, wonder how long the like how Bill long Bean? someone I think can think it was Bill Bean who was on here. Be, Bill like, Bean. Okay, but how long can someone actually be gone? <laughs> okay, cool name, I know. <laughs> but how long can someone actually be gone before you can revive like where you're like, eh, this is too long? Uh I actually think it's like it's like fifteen minutes. Yeah. So he was oh, beyond that. Yeah. yeah. So the fact that he's actually alive from that is Well, but we you know Or that someone kept trying. Yeah. That's the thing too. Without being without being an expert, we we all know that we've we've read and seen and I mean I have read a ton of, I mean I've read. I'll say I've read. Yeah. There's they've talked about people being under for a half an hour. Deep hypothermia. Well, deep hypothermia, your body oh, slows down. Right. Mm-hmm. Well see that's that's different. a little different. But there's been other stories. Yeah. I mean again, this is all just in conversation. Yeah, yeah. But we you know, yeah, five minutes, fifteen minutes half an hour all different environments i'm not saying that you know they come back the same oh yeah well <laughs> i'm really happy church. to be alive now <laughs> i mean i'm not making fun of it but that's you know yeah it's gonna, gonna fuck your brain up yeah you know, you're gonna have brain damage uh, and i've you know there's been 
I've seen interviews of people who have been under for that long. And again, they come back not the same, but they survived it, which is one hell of a feat to be honest mm-hmm. with you. You know, it's very rare that, you know, we, we get to talk to somebody like yourself who has been under like that. And it's, and I'm going to go back to that point saying that it's just as interesting to hear that you don't remember anything. You know? I wish I could. Is that There's no proof of that of anything. But We're just talking about it. I will know? say uh, what, I, what I lacked at seeing then uh, changed, changed me in very many different ways well, I was gonna say, for afterwards. Like I, was, I am yeah. – I am. I. I basically have one foot in the grave. Like I could. I. Yeah. I. I see shit and I hear shit and I feel shit. And okay. Like, so you so came back. I came back feeling something. Yeah. I wonder. Okay. I that's what I wanted to get to. Is question. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I grew up extremely cultured. My mom. My mom. You know this guy. My mom's actually. A, she's a psychic. She's a tarot reader. But no it's, way. Yeah. But it's. It's different. Why isn't she on the show? Is, I know. She, is she a professional? <laughs> or? Oh yeah. Okay. Maybe down the road. My mom's been yeah. doing it for like twenty plus years, and because she's. I mean, even before she started doing it, she's always had this thing you know like you don't know what it is and you don't know how to actually work with it or anything and then the fact that she became she started learning the tarot uh really tapped into that and so she was like oh this is what that is okay but my mom's very it's it's not like she just straight up uses cards she's very much she's universal in the fact that she uses the creator she you know she's been she knows uh lots of secret and not secret but let's like um what's the word i'm looking for intuition like i just think like when you find that tool like she found the tarot yeah and that opens up that aspect of you that i mean she's she's forever changed now like you she can't get away from it you know she has to clean off every time she does a reading because she takes things with her and she sees stuff and hears stuff that nobody should probably you know what i mean like it's it's just become very different and then when i came back that's i mean i've always been kind of there like maybe say you and matilda i've always been there's always been this thing that i've had that i was like oh okay and i've always been very intuitive and i you know i've and growing up cultured with my mom like that i've never was afraid of it and i was never like told that it was wrong i was always told that it's just something else you know and that we don't know what it is and you you know there's no need to be afraid for it you know it's just but so when i came back um i was i was reading things and like i mean i've always been very perceptive with people but this was much different and it's kind of died down now because i don't really do anything with it uh but if i i'm also hispanic so i have a long history with uh, white tables, misas. That's how Hispanic people in whichever religion they're in, they read people that way. Okay. So they like, you know, they then they have what's called the bovidas, and that's like a table for the dead, and you know, kind of like Day of the Dead stuff. I was gonna say like Dia de Muerte, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. So uh, that's more of where I shine, okay. I guess, where my mom uses the cards and you know now the fact that she's been doing it for so long she can literally like just close her eyes and then like she knows how to tap into it yep. where i need a little 
you know, a little something else, like maybe a bottle of whiskey or rum or something like that. But, right. but I mean, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> but but you feel then, that was heightened after oh, yeah. the surgery. And oh yeah. Completely. Everything. I am, I'm dialed to 11, man. Like it's, wow. it's bizarre. I mean, do I you, do, have you ever seen, like, do you see things or do you think it's more of just a knowing, like kind of um, like Chris was saying, it's a knowing, I mean, is it, you know, now that it's more of a feeling now before I used to see stuff like I would be driving and I would be at a stoplight and I would see, you know, someone outside next to my window. Oh, no way. Seriously. I'm not even lying. No way. I know it sounds so just, it's would they so look movie. like a normal person? Yeah. And then I would, you know, look at the light to check cause you're supposed to check your mirrors every eight seconds and then, uh, they would be gone or I'd be driving slowly down like the road and i would see someone like up up ahead and then i would do a real quick thing and they'd be gone Mm. or um i used to hear my name a lot i would hear people say Mm. heather heather i get that i hear people calling my name a lot and it's more so now that after after the uh (laughs) after all of the everything that's after my incident but yeah i hear my name being called a lot and it's more of a a feeling not like a um not like something you can actually feel no, but yeah, just like you know like when you're going when you get the butterflies and you're stuck yeah. on a roller coaster or something yeah. like that you know you know that that's when you're standing still you're like well that's not supposed to do yep. that you know so it's it's much more of a feeling now and i'm i speak my mind more because i never know where it's coming from it could be from the person that's standing right next to me right now, yeah. you know, like almost like you're kind of like, yeah, I'm I like got a, a message con- to give yeah, you, I'm and a I'm conduit, just gonna, yeah, 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 kind of like that. You know, it's funny that you made that comment because I've noted, and this is not, this is just me being just observing, like I observe Chris all the time when he turns around, bends over, and stuff Woo-wee! like that. Um, like we're going there, we're going on this there, show we're too. going there on this Sweet. show. I know that's that's the that's the real crime talk because well, right? being you know, full disclosure here. Um, you, you're you're a sweet person. You're a nice. You, whenever we talk, you're you know we you know, you're goof. You're, yeah. You, we goof around. We talk. But I have seen uh, times where there's a gruffness that comes out of you oh, yeah. out of nowhere. <laughs> I mean, you know, in all in all honesty, I, I've heard you make comments, and nothing, nothing offends me. But I've heard you say some thir- certain things. And again, this is just observation. Yeah, yeah. That I'm like, ooh, fuck, that was harsh. <laughs> you know, it's, I don't care. Yeah. You know? But I mean, it. I guess it would be a little bit out of character. Oh, sure. Yeah. No, no, we don't hang out every day. Either, yeah. So we're we're still learning about each other. But I. But, and it's but, this is no, it's not any type of criticism either. No, it's just I, an no, observation. I don't care, man. I don't care. It, I know. Yeah. I will, ever since this happened. Um, I tr- I truly and wholeheartedly believe that this happened for a reason, and it was because I was always supposed to be this person you're seeing right now talking to. Yeah. yeah so without yeah. that happening, you know, I probably would have still been drinking every day and smoking cigarettes and going to shows all the time and blowing my money instead of trying to save it and, you know, doing whatever, working two jobs and working to the bone and not getting anywhere. You know, like, yeah, I really yeah. truly believe that this was supposed to happen to make me better. Well, and a lot of people take the other route. And I've heard this from, from people of all different walks of life who have been through a lot less than you've been through. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, Whining, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? This yeah. ain't fucking fair. Why this happening? I, 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 I try to sell, say the same thing that you're saying to them. I go, look, man, we all go through 
through crap. I mean, yeah, I whatever. Stuff. I'm never ever it, trying to one up somebody yeah. about my, you know. And it's not going to end for me anytime soon. It's not going to end for Chris or Amber or yourself either, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. We're going to be dealing with things that are uncomfortable our entire life. But I always like to tell people that, like, look, yeah, that's happening for a reason. Just keep reminding yourself mm-hmm. that and believe that. Not even remind yourself. No, but really believe it. Really believe that everything that happens to you, whether it's a positive experience or a negative experience, whether it's a comfortable experience or an uncomfortable experience, they're happening for a reason to shape you. I want to quote Yoda so hard right now. Go ahead. <laughs> no, he just says it. in the Last Jedi, he says the best. Uh, you probably do you remember? He I says, can't remember the exact line. I can't remember, but he says the Jedi's way is failure. That's what it was, or whatever. Like that's what we pass on. And then his really deep line is the uh, what we are. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Yeah, you should know. But he, when after he blows up the tree, you know, and they're sitting yeah, there, him and yeah. Luke, he says, uh, "They are what we were," or something like that. Like, yeah, something to that. You effect. know, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I've become very less much of a giving a shit kind of person. So I don't, like I said, I don't try to one up somebody because my story is pretty sweet. But and I could probably be like, dude. Then I got I got a story. I got a story for you. But you know I'm not like that. So, but I I just you know I've I've elevated because of it. You know, so I just I see people for what they are sometimes, and I just don't care. You know, it's not worth my time. It's not you know whatever. So I just stay away from it now. I've I've eliminated so many people after this has happened, and it's because I'm enlightened and I have no shame in that. You know, I'm okay with having. My boyfriend being my best friend and whatever, you know, like it's just, it's yeah. I'm, I'm beyond it now, well, yeah. and I I really think it's attributing to the fact that I have no filter anymore, because of all of this. Like I, you know. Well, you know, I've gotten you know the older I get, I have this thing that you know, and I never went through what you went through, but uh, I've been noticing myself do this a lot more since I turned forty. So three years now, I've been working on this little experiment. <laughs> um, no, I noticed it more after I just hit the big four zero. Um, and Bill Burr, the comedian who, oh, who, we, who we love, love uh, Aaron and I Bill love him. He, he mentions this too, which I, I freaked out when I heard him say, he's like, he's like, yeah, I noticed at a certain time in my life too. That's why I totally identified with it. He's like, I had this filter that I would always, you know, he's like, and now I have this thing in my brain where, where I think of something and go, you know, fuck it. Just throw it out there and see what happens. Yeah. Just throw it out there and see, <laughs> and see how people respond. See not really, happens. because even if it may, it may not even be the right thing to say, but you know, just fucking throw it out there yeah. and see what, and see what people say. That's more of a funny thing. Of course. But you know, coming out the other end, like you've done, right? I mean, yeah, th- this is I've, how you responded. I've, I have, I have zero time for that shit. You well, know? Yeah. You know, and I think I, you know, anybody, you know, whatever path you've been on and, you know, some people self-actualize when mm-hmm. they're when they're younger, and you're you're a fair yeah. bit younger than I am. Yeah. Um. You know, some people self self-actualize when they're older, mm-hmm. right? It just depends on where you're at, and I really think it depends mainly on what you go through and yeah. the experiences you have. You know, if you're never really tested, and I've and this is that's, oh yeah, that's a great you know, word for it. Tested. You know, if, if you're yeah. never really tested, um, you know, mentally and physically, right? And in your case, oh, it's yeah. both, right? Oh yeah. Um, I basically you know. became, I was 21 going on 22, but really I became um, a newborn slash 90-year-old lady. <laughs> That's because a, I couldn't walk, right? I couldn't talk. But, yeah. you know, and, you know, it's, you know? And, and yeah. after this conversation, it makes me laugh a little bit because I, 
we sat on the porch for a couple of minutes before we started recording here at night, and I sat there ranting like a maniac <laughs> about why I'm pissed off <laughs> that my bank. bank is trying to charge me 4% to deposit rules of change, right? And I'd I mean, be pissed. This, is the, this was the worst part of my day. Yeah. Like, this had me so friggin' pissed off and angry, and then I come down here and listen to this story, and I'm like, <laughs> you know how, does, the, how does this chicky want to talk so to me anymore? You know what the worst yeah. part of my day usually is? What? getting up <laughs> that's mine i hate getting up i mine mean it, it really I, like i because of all this i sleep like a cat now i i mean i could sleep 20 hours i before i got here i will i fell asleep we went and thankfully jesse had the day off today and we just kind of like putzed around and we have a pool at the apartment so we went swimming and i sat in the sun a little oh, bit God, sounds so great. it was nice it was very relaxing um but i've been having some like really weird stomach issues lately so i'm not feeling well and so i just laid down Next to him, and he was playing Warframe, which is Freya. Come here. Uh, <laughs> but I and I he fell asleep, and, and I woke up, and it was seven o'clock, and I was like, "Shit! Oh, I, now, I'm doing a podcast." Is like, that a byproduct of yeah everything I can, going back? I can shower. I could walk up the stairs, and I'll be ready for a nap. Like really? that's why I say I'm a ninety year old lady now because anything I do makes me sleepy. I sleep on. I have to sleep on average. I would say a good six hours, or I am. Or I am the worst thing that you will ever come in contact well, with. Well, yeah, day. six to eight. I mean, if I'm below six, I'm even crabby, and oh. I haven't had a oh, brain yeah. issue. So. Yeah, yeah, she is. Um, I get like I get the unfortunate part about all of that is if I don't sleep, um, my I don't I like my you neurons just don't feel and stuff. Right. Yeah, they just don't fire correctly, and I can, you need that reset. I can feel it too. You know, like I know, and, yeah. and I'm, I can't control my emotions anymore. Uh, I'm like I have all these weird I don't read much anymore because my eyes hurt when I read and I you know so like it's uh, school is a pain in the ass but I'm I'm are you going to school right now oh I am actually actually I want to be a therapist for people with brain injuries that's excellent Mm -hmm. that's the best yeah yeah I have a friend who has a speech impediment and I've told her for like a thousand times over you should be going and educating and being a therapist for these people because you understand it better than anyone else that's right yeah you know we have we have another friend too our buddy Keith Keith. our son our our son Keith um (laughs) he's actually a very old friend he's our adopted 40 some year old son oh that's adorable year old son a dear friend of ours um we did a bunch of we did some writing and recording together uh-huh. years ago um and you know his quick overview story is he got when we were young and we were like both in punk rock bands and stuff uh he got lyme disease yeah oh shit he, and, and they wanted to like pretend it didn't exist we don't treat it we don't do anything about lyme disease yeah. what yeah. oh yeah it's like and it's still a very weird thing if someone comes down with lyme disease oh, to yeah. this day what they treat it like what huh yeah. we don't know and they step away it's very hard to get treated for Lyme disease. So he had all these issues, like was on the like death's door and found an alternative treatment in Hawaii. Yeah. Where they would take to, a certain yeah. portion of his blood out every day. Yep. And then re I don't know if they, they oxygenated they, 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 they filter it. They, they yeah. And they would put it back in and he would yeah. I think he did this for like two weeks two or weeks, something. Said, yeah. It, he's like, that's what healed me. That's what got That's rid crazy. of my Lyme disease. And, and it's parents, illegal. It's illegal to do to this day. Yeah. His parents. Of course it is. Parents, anything that fixes anything in this country is illegal. Yeah. But after that, that then so he up. still had yeah. subsequent consequences sure. from the Lyme disease. Yeah. One of them being brain tumors. Oh. He got a brain tumor as a and, result of the Lyme yeah. disease. So he has those scars in the back of his head where he had his. Well, his skull cap was completely removed. Yeah. Re- oh, re- sweet. We're yeah. skull buddies. Yeah. Yep. So oh, he, that's so metal. Yep. I mean, as soon as I woke up. <laughs> 
Seriously, they bone sawed my fucking head open. Uh, How metal is that? I mean, come on. And you're you're knocked out for that, right? Oh yeah. You don't remember. No, you're wide awake here. We're you're reading a magazine. Yeah. I want to be awake for that Sometimes myself. Sometimes my mom was awake when they put a pacemaker into her heart. Oh god. Oh, like you're awake because they have to keep you like yeah alert for certain <laughs> things. Oh. Like that uh-uh. would yeah. wig me out. No, key I story. was awake for one thing. <gasps> what? What was that? Uh, I had a um, I had dye shot into my my bloodstream, <clears throat> but they had to cut open my thigh <clears throat> to get to that artery. No. And I, it was so awesome though. Like I was super Dude, drugged that up. That sucks. No, no, I, the 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 dye okay, thing. If you're drugged up though, I didn't feel it. It, but I saw. That's I was watching. Fine. I saw my body. They had like a. They had TVs above me and with my body on it, my skeleton. <laughs> it was so fucking cool. I was, I was seriously, and I was numb from the waist down, but I was so like drugged up because you know I was what? in so much pain. I haven't know? felt that, you know. Uh, I want to. We'll go back to Keith in a second. I had a cat scan done. Cat scan done. Um, what was that? Maybe five. Oh, months and they ago? had to give you the dye. Yep. Dude, okay, you know, and it was, it was so warm. <laughs> oh, the pee thing. Yeah. No, not, <laughs> did they say that? Well, to no. You? Well, no. They, they, did. they, you know, they said, you know, they gave me the thing. Yeah. That was a really bizarre feeling. Was they, they said they gave me all this stuff. They said, yeah, I drink the barium and all that stuff. Yeah. Right? So I still, it tastes like shit. Oh, oh it the does. Worst. Slammed it down before I had to go there. Okay. Uh, and, and the lady told me, she's like, "Did you eat?" I'm like, "No, I was told I shouldn't eat." Yep. I'm like, "Okay, cool." So they did that, and she, they, they pull your pants down. I'm like, I don't wanna. <laughs> <laughs> they pull whatever. Did that. And she did say, so yeah, you're going to feel a little like, weird. Yeah, you're going to feel like you just pissed yourself and you didn't. And I, mean, I felt that, but that rush that went through my oh, lower extremities. Yeah. I started to cry. Oh. I mean, it, it, it was it, just it felt so, so different. weird and, to me. Yeah. I started to cry. And the lady's like, are you all right? I'm like, no, I'm not fucking all right. Get me out of here. <laughs> yeah. I can't take this. Like that shit, that's really, it's really shocking. And my stomach, is. my stomach just turned Ooh, hard. I mean, dropped animal. like a grand piano. Ooh. And I mean, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be sick. She's like, well, do you feel like you're going to vomit? I'm like, no, but I just feel sick. She's like, that's what we tell you not to eat. Yeah. But the whole thing was just bizarre to me. I just, I never felt that before. Like, such a rush. The only time I ever felt a rush like that from narcotics was when I had my wisdom teeth pulled. Oh, just oh, just recently? No, this was eight. No, this oh, was, okay, I spent okay. my 18th birthday in bed. Put it Aww. this way. I had, I had eight molars taken out at one time. <laughs> and I remember them putting the local in the ladies. Like, Aren't they not supposed to do that? What's that? All teeth, that many teeth at once? Well, this was when I was, this was, this would have been 1992. Yeah, oh. when you're a teenager, they can. They yeah. can? Okay, yeah. well, I don't know. So, yeah, but I remember yeah. the lady, they, they, they injected the local into me, and she's like, well, in about 30, well, about about a minute, you're going to just be gone. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, whatever, you know, I, I and literally, <laughs> I just, dare I say it, put it this way, but that moment in my life when I, when everything just went fuck it in my body. <laughs> Um, and I literally felt my eyeballs just roll to the yeah. back of my head and me go under. Uh, I understood why people got yeah. hooked on narcotics because yeah. nothing, the guy, I could feel the guy wrenching teeth out of my mouth and you're like, fuck it. And I just didn't care. <laughs> yeah, it just, nothing care. mattered to me, man. You know? Um, so yeah, those are just, I mean, just things that popped in my head about this whole, you know, you know, getting this stuff done to you. But you know when you know just recently I had the the, the casket that really upset me. Yeah, because I'm just not used to having yeah. stuff done that to me. And I, yeah, I and the older I get, the more I feel violated by everything around <laughs> of me. Of course, I hate having to go into the dentist because I'm so vulnerable. You know, I hate going to. I love. I, I'm cool with my dentist. I'm cool with my doctor. Yeah, but I hate going there uh, because I just feel so vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and it's a, it's upsetting to me. But you no, know, going to Keith. 
we talked about Keith for a second. And it all ties in with this idea because, yeah, he, he got over the Lyme disease. And I wanted to point that out. He, he, that's one thing Keith did say to me. He's like, you know, my parents paid for all that. My parents saved my life. Yeah, my they paid for it all themselves. Oh I mean, yeah, that's not a pocket. And his, and his parents well, yeah, because it's yeah, illegal. that's so yeah. You have to go to a hidden doctor somewhere yeah. on an island in Hawaii. Yeah, they had to do all that shit. You know, you know and, back and in his the nineties or his parents, I, mean, I, I, I mean, I really respect his parents. I know them; they're good people, uh, and they did. They went the extra mile. It was their fucking kid. What, yeah, what, you know, they yeah. had to do it. So yeah, he got the he got the the brain tru- the brain tumor as a result of that. And that's where we talked about his. I mean, and he does have the line. Yeah. yeah. His hair don't his grow. His hair doesn't grow. Aww. His hair doesn't grow. shaved. Uh, but Keith, um, unfortunately, uh, about a year and a half, two years ago now. Our son graduated our from son, U of M. He, he, he decided he wanted to go back. We had the talk and we were writing music and doing cool stuff. And he's like, <laughs> I want to go back to school and get my master's degree in social work. Oh, that's so fantastic. You know, I really want to go back and do something. He's like, I, he's like, there's nobody really uh, that I know of. That could they could do this kind of work with the perspective that I have. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and he got into a really, really, really hard to get in program, and he got into that program because of his background. A lot of it, you know, yeah. he, he had this extra, this extra thing about of him course. that he has that extra level of experience. He, you know, and it well, wasn't what, it wasn't just from it was it was from he he really did and does still suffer from from shell shock from this whole thing oh i'm sure and, i did yeah i do too totally absolutely and that's why he works for, he works for the va now in florida oh that's he awesome he works for the va uh, and, he, and he deals with veterans and that's stuff like so, that Which, that's know, great excellent. that's so you know going into what you're going into it's the same you know it's yeah. the same idea you, yeah. I, mean, I think you could t- you have something to offer in the in that field when it was you, when i first came out yeah uh and i was you know i was learning to walk and do all this stuff again i was really angry i was i was like hulk it was just uncontrollable rage and mm-hmm. my emotions and i was like crying one second laughing the next and then throwing shit against the wall it was just so crazy but so i was like okay well i understand that that's a lot of it all of it really was because of that but i was like so should i talk to somebody and i did i i really did try to speak with a psychiatrist and the first question I asked was, well, are you brain injured? Do you know anything about my situation? And they said no. And I was like, okay. Well, thank you. But yeah, bye. Uh, yeah okay. You bye. Know, you know, in, in, in psychiatry, too, I, we, we were talking about just practical medicine a little mm-hmm. while ago. Um, and I think it's just, you know, I, I'll, I'll say it openly. I've, I've had to, ha- I've been to therapy. I've talked to people. I've I think, been doing it for a I think the, years. the taboo that therapy has is that people expect it, it to fix you and that's God, not no, with, no that is not with therapy absolutely is. No. not no not at all Th- so. and that's the one thing I've, I've said to people since i've you know talked to, i wouldn't got there's therapy. no cure in therapy yeah there's no cure and that's the, the first thing the woman said to me because years ago and i'm kicking myself for behaving this way but i i knew i still know well i know some of these same people and these were people that were hurting they were in pain. Yeah. They, they had mental problems. They yeah. had they had this thing on their back. And I was always the one to go, oh, just fucking walk it off, dude, you little sissy. Yeah, but that's, that's, right. that's our nation is like we write off mental health. Yeah. Oh, you got yeah. diabetes? Let's fix that. Oh, you're fat? Let's fix that. But your mental health? No, yeah. Which is what's causing a lot of this gun violence and other shit. It's yeah. always someone that goes back to mental health issues and yeah. we just kind of ignore it or laugh but you at don't it. you don't you that's the first thing i learned and it's the, it's the number one thing that stuck with me with with mental uh therapy with therapy mm-hmm. is the one thing the lady that i did was seeing at the time said she's like i can't 
cure you. Yeah. I can only teach you how to cope. Yep. You know, and I'm, and I said, okay, God, how many drugs are you going to put? She's like, no, I'm not giving you any drugs. You're not dangerous. Yeah. Right. You just got some shit on yeah. your mind. You yeah. know, it's cool. It's all right. We yeah. all, have, you know, Absolutely. and I don't think there's anybody in this planet, frankly, uh, anybody listening to this show or anybody or whatever, you know, aliens 50 million years from now, if you're listening to this show uh, and we're all gone. Uh, <laughs> or they were listening to it yesterday. Yeah. We, oh. Bam, bam, bam. Well, yeah, Bill and <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, wild stallions. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I, that that's the bottom line with that. You can't, you can't cure that. Yeah. You can only cope. Um, and I think, I think frankly, if you don't in this day and age with all the shit around us now, you know, all the stressors we have just social media alone, um, <laughs> with all these things we're exposed to without us even trying to be exposed to it. It's stressful. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. Stressful as hell on you. And I think, Maybe as a race of people, you know, as a species, just in general, you know, we're very imperfect. Mm -hmm. We may. Okay, fine. So these these this bit of gray matter that you're missing part of, Heather. Yeah. um, That we have inside this dome (laughs) thing that floats on our shoulders. um, Okay, so maybe that was able to invent things like gunpowder and bow and arrow and kind of gave us the edge over over game and species. And that's how we've kind of uh, floated to the top of the food chain, so to say. Because we have weapons, not right. because we're any stronger than a freaking lion, for example. Right. Um, we can just shoot it. Um, that don't. But we're still very imperfect up here. Oh yeah, I don't believe in the word perfect at all. No, we're 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 very very imperfect as a species of people, I think. And maybe this therapy thing, you know, more people should. Why you know, not? Fuck, just talk to a friend. Yeah, you know, why not? You know, Amber was talking about shootings, you know. There's so and I, there's so many ways to look at these things. I mean, as far as all this we're, we're seeing nowadays. Well, I think there's so much stigma attached yeah. to mental health. It's yeah. like, you know, because you can say, well, you know, you're thinking about shooting some people. Just go to therapy. Well, the problem is if you're having like a real bad like mental break, you're not thinking about, oh, I need to go talk to somebody. Yeah. You're thinking, oh, I need to go in somewhere and shoot people. Yeah. And that's part of the problem, you know, and that's the preventive next level we're talking about. That's the whole problem with our entire health culture in the United States is we we believe in fixing things, but we don't believe in preventive maintenance. No, it's always bandaid after it breaks. Yeah. 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 And see, that's the thing is, you know, you if, if you're starting to have those problems, usually they continue to amplify. We should know that the second that you're having those thoughts or there you're having some kind of mental break or issue like that. You need to go talk to somebody and that should be provided for everybody. Yeah. yeah. That should be everybody. insurance should provide I, I that. And they don't, well, you know, we hear about these, you know, these shootings we've been seeing and I mean, you know, we're getting information from all different sources. Yeah. So it's tough yeah. to trust. I'd say 80% of it. Uh, but what you, I have heard over and over again is, you know, yeah, this person was reported. This person was somebody. Yeah, somebody always, said yeah. this There's person's been a weird. Case. Yeah, this this person's got something that they got. You know, that doesn't. You know, okay, so this person's kind of somewhere else. And I know a lot of people that are yeah. very eccentric. You know, but there's just I guess there's certain cues. Of course, and that's what professional therapy yeah, is supposed yeah. to do. It's supposed to understand what those cues are. I know some weird people, but yeah, I know I don't, some but they're people, people that I would not. Be afraid of or consider yeah, them yeah, dangerous to themselves or other people. They're just eccentric, you know. Yeah. 
And then, yeah, but then you see them other ones, you're like, oh, Jesus. Ooh. And the same goes for, like, when situations like me happen or your friend Keith with the Lyme disease. Yep. And, you know, if there's, you know, the, the big, you know, the number one killer is heart disease and then cancer. So, you know, there are prevented, you know, there are things that we can do to prevent symptoms of cancer and heart disease and it's just like you said it's just you know putting yeah. a band-aid over yeah. or something that breaks and you know i mean i didn't have any symptoms you know actually i they're saying that because it in the portion of the brain that i was the, and i was a very sick child like i was just sick all the time yeah. and i um, my vaccines made me horrible like one, i had the I had the polio vaccine. I was in the hospital for like three days and shit like that. I was dehydrated. I just, it was a mess. So I'm not, I'm up to date now, of course. But like, you know, when I was a kid, I wasn't vaccinated because I would just get deathly ill. But I was always sick. I always had ear infections and I always had, um, I was always, I always had the flu. And they're saying that, uh, and I, my ears itch all the time, constantly, constantly itch. I can make a noise and, with my throat and scratch my ears on the inside and stuff like that. So they're saying <laughs> that that's, that that was at the, that was not the sign or a symptom, but it's possibly a symptom of having some sort of, um, brain malfunction. Yeah. Yes. Some sort of yeah. malfunction going on. Yeah. And had I known, obviously had they anybody known, but I could have had, you know, when I was in the hospital for three days with polio, well, the vaccine gave me polio, but the, you know, if, had I had an MRI, they might have seen this little like, ooh, this nugget of something, a, yeah, you know, because I was like three or something like that. You oh, know? wow. Yeah. And they probably and since I was still like super soft and pliable, then right. they probably could have done some non-invasive surgery. But instead, I grow up and my brain explodes, you know, <laughs> so oh, it's just a, it's, it's a shame that there isn't more that we can do for people like me are for people like your friend Keith or you know the people that yeah are have gone to seeking help because they know that's what they should do yeah, yeah. but then yeah. they're shunned you know they're pushed away and then there's the taboo of going to therapy oh you're fucking crazy yeah no you just you know everybody needs help sometimes yeah. damn yeah. It's, it's a big deal you know yeah, yeah. no I I I used to feel that way. Like, oh my God, if I go there, I, I've basically written my ticket yeah, to Yeah, there's like some the, the sort of shame you know? or something in there. There's no, there isn't any in there. And I, I encourage people. I talk to some people I know. I'm like, dude, go see somebody. Yeah. Mo the, that's um, their job. They'll a lot of the guys you. I know, they got they got really good insurance too. So it's like, you know, it's all covered. You know, yeah. you, you can go there. All you got to do is just make a phone call and just go and talk to somebody. Mm -hmm. You know, yep. I think a lot of people, and I, what I was saying before is that, you know, some people, it, it don't require you to go sit down with someone you know that you don't know sometimes you just need to sit down and just have a frank conversation with a friend yeah and go look i'm gonna tell you some shit that might make you uncomfortable but yeah. i need to get this off my chest yeah and I, I i'm lucky enough that i have people in my life that i can you know i don't talk to them every day but there are people i know if i if i call them tomorrow oh for sure and say hey man look um do you got an hour yeah i need to just unload thanks <laughs> use, you, use you as an emotional toilet unfortunately yeah. Yeah. and they're happy to do it and oh, i have people sure. the same way it's vice versa like yeah. dude, just go ahead and let Absolutely. it out i man, love you know? i love doing it i mean it's that's what i want to do and yeah. i've been doing it my whole life yeah uh, you know i'm like i just it's kind of ironic i know that's not the correct definition of irony but well, i've been doing it my whole life you know like with my mom with my you know anybody you know like the, for some reason I am someone that is super easy to talk to 
and I'm funny and I make you comfortable and you know like it's just something that it comes naturally to me so and then all of this happened yeah and yeah. I was like oh for sure this is what I, I mean I wanted to be a fashion designer when I <laughs> left high school you know yeah yeah so uh, this is way beyond like and if I was and it's unfortunate because yeah I love biology and I love science but I am terrible at math and it's I've never been good at math but ever since this has happened I've been I don't understand it I can get like two plus two but like I don't understand complex uh, like higher math and anything like that like college level don't math. worry I don't either and I don't have a brain injury no. so no. Einstein, you're not alone I know it's just either. it's but see like before it was something that I was interested in, so I would learn and do it. And now it's just like it's actually not possible for me to do anymore. Yet. But let someone else. But do see, that. like knowing. Yeah. But I love the you know I love biology and I that's what I would want to do. I would want to find out what makes things like this happen, you know, and find well, out. It's what... fascinating, like the mechanical level. Of oh, yeah. I this... think the brain is absolutely you know, incredible. We're uh, we're yeah. one of the most incredible yeah, machines ever invented, you know, so. Yeah, well, you know, and like I said before, I mean, the brain we have has made, you know, made, made us as a race do a lot of things, a lot not so good, <laughs> a lot pretty interesting, a lot, a lot really good, though. A lot very clever. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of interesting things that we as a race have outputted because of the gray matter up in this dome <laughs> that rides on our shoulders, you know. Um, I was yeah. just thinking about, okay, so random, random, but when we were going to Trader Joe's earlier today, I seriously sat there in my head going, we don't have to be plugged in to function. <laughs> and then I was no, like, but yeah, we're just brain, running machines. We yeah. are just yeah. running machines mm -hmm. of weird sacks of well, organs. We generate and our that's own why is And yep. air. But yet our brain does have a small amount of electricity running yeah. through it. Yes, it does. We create and a current. Yeah, yeah, we create a current. But I just, that was a random see, weird thought the, I had today. That's the cool thing about science and the biology and just, man, like the nitty gritty. I learned something I learned in biology. I'm not sure. This is like something that uh, is in basic biology. But when the reason why we have fingers in space between our toes is because our cells commit suicide. I can't remember what it's called. What? But that is a real, look it up right now. I swear to God. Wait, the you reason mean this space? This space between our fingers. Like why we don't have webs and stuff? Yes, is because our cells are told to commit suicide. They die on purpose so we can create the That's space. quite noble. Wow. Yeah. I was thank like you, cells. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that is thank so you. awesome. I'm thank you. The cells. I don't want to be Howard the dog. Yeah. They commit suicide, <laughs> man. Yeah. Weird. That's the biology that I want to know. Like, I want to know about all of that stuff that happens in my brain. Like, well, that's yeah, so cool. You know, well, yeah. In, I think more people, you know, and the older I get, the more the more intuitive I, I become. I feel it happening yeah. to me. Like the more, the older I get, the more I want to know how things just work. Mm -hmm. I, if this how if they, it wasn't how it for work? this, then you know? I wouldn't want to know I mean, those things. You know, in your you case, your, in your case, it's the yeah. brain. For me, you know, I see any dumb little gadget in front of me. I want to take it apart and figure out how it works and to a certain level. I, I'm, I'm late. I, that's the irony with me is that I like to figure out how things work and I like to work on things and fix things. But only to a certain point. But only to a certain point. <laughs> then I'm like, fuck that. Have somebody actually knows what they're doing working on because I don't want to yeah. spend the next 30 days do this stuff, right? So, you know, I, yeah. I mean, I think, but going, you know, to cap this though, you said you were angry for a while. Thing, mm -hmm. Which you know, I think that's perfectly normal for anybody that goes through what you went through. You're I'm gonna still have, angry. You're gonna have a phase, or you're still feeling it, right? Where I think anybody's entitled to that. You're entitled to feel that way. 
But, I mean, it goes back to what we were saying, though, before, though, too. Um, I think, you know, so you want to be a fashion designer. And, you know, like, you know, synchronicity synchronicity is one of my favorite things to talk about. And we don't, we're, 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 we can't do it tonight. We can do this over beers one night. But, like, um, I always look at all the alternatives, right? So here I am now, um, you know, I got rear-ended by some idiot in traffic and now my car's all torn up and damn it, you know, I'm a, now I'm going to miss work for a half a day, blah, blah, blah. There's all these things you're going to bitch about, you know, but maybe you would have kept going. Maybe you hadn't got rear-ended by that person and stopped you in your tracks and you're not injured and you may have driven three miles down the road and some maniac drunk out of their mind in a yeah, red light yep. came through and creamed you and killed you. Uh-huh. Right. I mean, there's a million different outcomes for one the thing, like ifs, just getting right? the what ifs. So in your situation, I, you know, I think I was thinking about this the whole time. You're like, well, I want to be a fashion designer when, when I was in high school. I did. You could have been, yeah. you could have become a fashion designer, got fucking famous as hell and died with a fucking heroin addiction too. Right. And you would have died, in, you yeah, died in disgrace, you know? Like, uh, I mean, had it had this not happened, and yeah. why, that's why I believe it happened for a reason. I could have went down this horrible path that I started on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was just a kid. You know, I'm still I'm still young, but I mean, I yeah. was just a kid. I was 21. Well, you were, yeah, you were. You a baby. Know? that's a baby. And I, yeah. I mean, but I had a, a job at a bar, and I was just like, woo! I'm 21, so I can drink now. And I was stupid. I'd be getting loaded and then driving home, and like, yeah, I was just. I was just not a good person then. I mean, I was cool, but I wasn't a good person in, like, my deeds and things. You know, like, no, I just... Yeah. But, I mean... You're not great not... people that do crazy, stupid shit. I mean, you know? yeah, I did, but I was being really fucking stupid. You know? <laughs> I was, I'm smarter than that. You know? Yeah, and yeah. then I was, too. So, the fact that this happened, it, yeah. it was the universe's way of being like, yo... Time ch- to come back to Earth. Check yeah. a look. You yeah, know? Yeah, like, yeah. cool out. You know? Like, dude... But this, you know, I'm I'm happy about it. I mean, I still punish myself when I have a hard time doing things, yeah. like learning things. I don't re- I can't remember things. That's why I need to be reminded all the time. And I forget, like I don't remember what I did yesterday, yeah. stuff like that. I have giant chunks of my memory gone. Yeah. From like when I was a kid, things like that. But I'm okay with it. You know, I mean, well, I'm well, alive. We were talking about our buddy Keith. I mean, my buddy Keith back in the day, he was a total shredder. Guy was a maniac on the guitar. The guy was just—he was completely off the hook. It was—it was scary what to watch him play. How fast he was yeah. in all aspects, and you know, working with him years ago, which is a few years ago, we talked about that thing. He's like, you know, ever since the brain surgery I had, I can't. He's like, I can still play, just not as fast. But oh I can't, yeah, there's yeah. Just stuff I can't do. Yeah, that there's tactile. A, I can't. Gone. I don't do that. And my feet are the same way too. Yeah. And I'm having a lot of pain on my left side now, and I think it's just because I had the stroke, and my left side's weaker. Yeah. And I'll probably have to have a new knee on that side. Oh, but really? I don't know. But I'm yes, That's, I'm gonna guess ooh. that. <laughs> but you know, it's just. Yeah. But I'm still. I'm out of all of that. I'm. I'm still okay. You know, I'm st- I'm alive. I'm well. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm at school. You're on I'm your happy. path. You're yeah, on the path. I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, I'm in. I have, uh, you know, my opposite. Yeah. You know, Jesse. Like it's had it, that not happened. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have met Jesse well, all over you again. Go. You know? There you go. There I wouldn't you have go. fallen in love with the person that I was probably supposed to die with. You know, like yeah, that's yeah. the second time. But There's a lot of things that come out of that. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I mean, you know, that's, that, and that's what I'm saying. Like you know. I always it's, tell people that it's like, hard you know, to see. It's hard to see at first. You know, it really is. Well, it's very, no, that's the thing. You, you, you gotta have, you gotta have a long view. I've been saying that for years on this show. Like, you know, a lot of people only have, you know, uh, 
the foresight that's you know at the end of their nose. Right. Um, and well, because we're selfish, we're an yeah. individualist. And you got to look at I think you got you know? to look at the long view on your life. And I think that's what you're doing. So you know what? Yeah, we've been going forever. Yeah, here, sorry man. about that. But no, that's fine. No, I I'd like to, but you know, speaking of short attention spans. Yep. Yeah. No, that, that's not. This happens on the real the real crime. Too. Yeah, the other part. Yeah, we, <laughs> wait, you're, you're much more militant though, Chris. Yeah, you're like, we no, all, we're stopping here. And yep. We, we like kind of go well, with it here. You know, that's the thing. We like to talk, so. Yeah, we do. We all like it to chat and, and, and get giddy and, yeah. and talk about things. So yeah, let's talk. You know, again, movie sleuth. The movie sleuth. What's the website, Chris? www.themoviesleuth.com. <laughs> I'm just saying. I just want to. It's your website. Honestly, I know. I know. I, if someone, wants I know to, that I'm a part of it, but. Honestly, I look forward to reading the reviews for whatever you get. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I I, sh- yeah. I honestly look very forward to it. No, it's a, I it's, read them all the time. It's like the only ones that are. It's a fun. I'm it's serious. fun working. You know, I have fun working on this podcast. You know, which we've kind of revamped over the last couple of years. Um, and I have fun working with you guys on the Real Crime Podcast. So Sames. everybody should check that out, Sames-y. too. Yeah. If and you want to hear us talking other stuff. And if would yeah. like to book you for the Smiths, Ooh. what should they go to? Oh, oh they yeah. can just check out our Facebook page, the Smiths United. Smiths United. Yeah, just look it up on Facebook. Yep. Yeah. You Message won't be disappointed. So, yeah, no. thank, guys, thanks. I mean, man, yeah, you're you know, welcome. Oh, no problem. It's really yeah, cool sure. to have you guys. You know, and I mean, we're all buddies. Yeah. You know, that's why get out I, I, I think too. it'd be nice to just come and have a, have a conversation over in our humble basement studio yep. as opposed to the lushness. That <laughs> the we, lush. The lushness. The, the, the beautiful. I studio. do remember the beautiful, like, movie screen and. Yeah, you were there. Movie you were there. scenes yeah. in the basement. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah, being yeah, a really nice. small theater without the popcorn. Yeah. Well, we can have popcorn. Yeah, we can. Yeah. Have pop- we have to make. He's our got own. a popcorn he's maker. Got a popcorn down there. Yeah, there maker. What? Yeah, he's yeah. got a popcorn oh maker. Oh my down there. god. Okay. He's got yeah. it all. Jeez, okay. We're gonna go watch oh. a movie, guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Ghostly talks. Check one, two. Check Heather. Talk and say something filthy. Uh, you're a son of a bitch. <laughs> go ahead. Chicky, 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 chicky. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm humming a huh. Hey. Hey, 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 hey. Heather. What? Give it to me. Oh. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Yada, yada. Well, you can't just yada. Yeah, you can. Check one, two, check. Go ahead one more time, Amber, please. Blah, 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 blah. You got to speak up a little bit. Care Bear Stare. That's better. <laughs>